I die tomorrow I hope you hear these words I ain't here to flip no birds or sit no serve Hope the future generations can get this urge Stay woke, youngin' And avenge these nerds, uh Welcome back to everybody to Thor Kicks a Baby. I'm your host, Sebastian. What? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was that? Technical difficulties, everybody. Th- thank you, because like, I, I was going to do it. We're going to rewind that back. Uh, <laughs> the song just finished, and what? now Seabass is going to say his opening line. Oh, uh, <laughs> Listen, come on. We're all excited. It's been, uh, like I told you, it's been um, the, the And Seabass is going to say his fun. opening line. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Nerds of the Rounds, guys. It's your boy Sebastian. <laughs> boy, law. Any boy tone from across the <laughs> like, With, <laughs> with, with. <laughs> <laughs> and we've broken VMAC already early in the show. Oh, right. Right. Record. I cannot deal right now. Oh, my God. Can't take you anywhere, man. Lovely. Yes. yes, Oh, my God. Like, it's the confidence in which he says things and, like, the full, like, yeah, I said it. No. I said it. Yes. You have to be. Oh, my God. It's that that sense of confidence that lets you go into announcements. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if anyone is an office fan, but there's a great line about confidence and that the that confidence is the food of the wise man and the liquor of the fool. And you, my friend, are the fool in this instance. Yeah. Everybody plays a fool. There we go. All right. Anyway, (laughs) announcements. Make sure you're catching Law on Twitch every um Tuesdays and Fridays, right? Every Tuesdays, no, every Tuesdays and I'll tell you Tuesdays. I just switched up my schedule. Uh, Tuesdays no longer uh the days. It is now going to be Wednesdays at three, uh Thursdays at five, and Sundays at four. Eastern time. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you're giving him a like, follow, subscribe. Subscribe to his Twitch. Subscribe to his Twitch. Please What's do up, it. Sis? What's up, Cheyenne? Hey. Yeah, we may have Cheyenne now next week. We've got hey. Hey. Up, next on the list, make sure you guys are following the Patreon. Follow my Patreon, Bonet Studios, because uh, we just did another drop of another character reveal of the comic that I am working on. Yes, it's slowly being revealed. Got to give a big shout out to George Medina, who's been doing the lettering. So again, shout out to George over there at Catch the Craze, aka the creator of Wonder Duck. But yes, follow the Patreon page, subscribe. It's only three bucks. Three bucks. Buys me a hot dog. Um, anyway. Everyone's here today. Coming yeah. in hot. Hey! And we're, hey. Oh, and, and, we're, and we're talking following social media, so follow me on LinkedIn. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know more about what I'm about? You follow me on LinkedIn. (laughs) That's not real social media, bro. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You asked the right person. Yes, it is. Okay, everybody. Also, too, make sure you guys are also following Pong Show on Switch. Um, VMAC was recently on as guest on there. Follow our announcements because um, we are eventually going to evade the show on a Friday night where it's going to be full nerds on there, NWO style. We are going to jump Pong on his own show. Um, mm-hmm. And then finally, the Medusa's Cascade podcast. Make sure you're watching the dope or listening to the dope D&D podcast. It's eventually going to be turned into an animation. The D&D podcast that keeps on, um, you know, being chaotic. Um, again, it's on Spotify. It's on NBN.com. Um, we're like at 80 plus episodes. We are a bunch of murder hobos, just murdering a bunch of stuff. If you just want to listen to some cool shit, or if you want to listen to Tone give some of his best speeches, the Medusa's Cascade podcast. How did I do? Beyond.com backslash Medusa's Cascade, or go to uh, Medusa's Cascade on TikTok, Instagram, or on Facebook. Now, we Sounds got a good. loaded 
deck oh, tonight. Before we, before we do that, uh, just a quick shout out. If you haven't seen it yet, go see Lightyear. It's awesome. It's so good. Oh it's my god. Awesome. Yes. I haven't had a chance it's to see it. Awesome. Yes, no. It's awesome. Me and Tona always well sometimes on the same page. Sometimes. <laughs> I was gonna say I have yeah, no, I to it. It. we're, we're on the same otherwise. page except for one major fucking thing. <laughs> yes. It's probably gonna come up tonight, but we have a full house tonight and this show tonight because we got a nice little stack deck for everyone who's watching. So we have a great creator series coming up where we are gonna be featuring three great creators. We're gonna be talking about the boys later on tonight. We're gonna be talking about Obi-Wan, the season finale today. We're also gonna be talking about Miss Marvel, but first we're gonna get into our creative segment. Because again, first of all, we have a creator who's returning. Probably um, like we, we should do this the WWE style. That he's returning, defending his title as a guest on the show, ready to lay off the SmackDown. Because you know his character knows karate. We want to give it up for the one, Dione, Dan Price. Hey, Let me yeah. tell you something, brother. All right. Yeah. How's it going, y'all? Good. 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 Unknown. I don't know. I don't, there you go. That's my wrestling for the day. How you guys doing? We are good. good. We are good. But Dad, you did not come alone. Oh, coming to take no, that title. Coming to take that title. They're coming in as a tag team duel. Oh my God. This is going to be was it? Maybe a Texas tornado match. I don't know. We want to give it up for the one, the only. Paulo Hernandez and Drew Edwards. I will destroy you, Dynamite Dan. <laughs> Pop your head like a zip. Bow. So, so please, please, if you, if I you will take your mother out for a nice steak dinner and never call her again. Oh, hey, and, and not sponsored by I'm just gonna sleep with yours. So, you know, <laughs> are you my dad? Oh no, the, the, the storylines exploded now. The mega powers, exploded. there you go, the multiverse exploded. So, so tell us, how did this crazy crew get together? How did you guys meet you know, in comics and everything? Come on, because again, you gotta, you gotta tell us the backstory of this, this energy that's coming onto the show. Who wants oh. to take it? Who wants to take it? How did Steve you guys? Seabass, you may be having some interference. Oh, me? Oh, am I having some interference? Uh -oh. Mac Crackle Pop. <laughs> Yeah, it oh. sounds like uh, but yeah, as we usually do, yeah. you guys have to tell us your origin story. Dan, you have already told us, but I would like you to be the one who tells us how you met these guys and then they can get into their origin stories. How about that? Absolutely. Um, well, I got into comics in 2007 working on a book called, uh, called Latex Avenger. Okay, and he has a sidekick named Spermicidal Foam Lad, and together they repel crime 99.9% .9 of the time. Okay, with That's that being does. said, so I started doing comics then. Me and, well, I was I was recruited by a woman named Jen Cunningham and a, another gentleman named uh, uh, Barry uh, Comp and uh, Shane Compost to do this thing called Austin Nerd Cave Showcase. And it was the very first one of those and uh, they found me on Facebook and they sat me down next to Drew Edwards, who's sitting right over there. And we were put next to each other at every Nerdcade showcase for a lot of years, it seemed like we were always sitting next to each other. And we got to know each other over time. 
and it was fantastic. And Paulo Hernandez, I met at a 24 hour comic day uh, back like oh, years ago, years ago, um, you know, 24 pages in 24 hours. That's the uh, that's the gig there. And so I was working on a latex Avenger book and he was working on. Were you doing lies? My motherboard told me. Uh, yeah. Among other things, I was working on stuff. Right. Yeah. So we, I met them there and then we all got together um, for, you know, we'd see each other at Staple Independent Media Expo, Drew doing Halloween Man, you know, me doing Latex Avenger and all of that. And then uh, we came together to do a book a few years ago and we can talk more about that in a second, but I've got a copy of it right here called Halloween Man, the Bat City Special, which was an amazing uh, experience getting to work with all our guy, all our friends. But it, that's what landed us in this pickle we're in today making a crossover so nice take it away boys you know so anyway. gotta volunteer someone uh paula you want to go oh, yeah drew pop go? it up there man all drew. right yeah go it. for it go so my my origin story uh well i was a student at midtown high and then i was bit by this spider <laughs> um <laughs> no so when I, I i grew up in a very rural area of texas known as possum kingdom it's a lake it's a real place look it up i'm not making this up um so my first comics were actually older comics well comics that were much older than me at that point i would i would jump on my bike like one of those kids from stranger things i'd ride up to the local library and they had all these these hardback copies of golden and silver age comics and i got really into a lot of the silver age marvel characters and particularly uh, stanley and jack kirby's fantastic four uh as i as i got older uh, I started to be more exposed to newer comics, but you know, being in the country, there wasn't a comic book store around. So I sort of read what was available at like the local Walmart or, or there was another, there was a place called the super six, which was a gas station slash grocery store and they had comics. So it was like, whatever, whatever they were carrying, that was, that's what I got to read. But the moment I was old enough to understand that that when you flip through a comic book and you would look at the credits that those were the people that uh, made that comic book and that could be a job that you you would have i i was like a lightning rod i just i was like man i want to i want to do that and pretty much uh from graduation from high school on uh, that's what I did. I moved to Dallas. I, I fell in with a small publisher, and I came up with this this character, Halloween Man, uh, named after the the Miss the Misfits song Halloween. And um, see, I could do visual aids too, Dan. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm gonna bum everybody out for just a second. Um, oh, about man. a year develop developing the character. I was, I'm, I'm a twin and I was in a car accident that, that killed my twin. And, you know, there, there was a lot of trauma there. There was a lot of things that just, it just messed me up. It messed me up pretty much for my entire twenties. And if I hadn't had the comic to give me, give me focus, give me something to do, you know, I don't think I would have made it this far. I'm in my 40s now, and I, I can tell you this comic saved my life. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of love put into this comic, and there's also just a lot of uh, you know trying to figure out my emotional state in there. I, the comic book is my my therapy. Um, 
I always have been fascinated by Dan, though, going back to the nerd cave thing. The thing that that I I from from the get go, I just thought was I I like people who just like kind of put themselves out there and aren't afraid of being a little weird. And when back when Dan was promoting the Latex Avenger, he was giving out condoms with the with the character's logo on it. Oh, he's going in for another visual aid. Yeah. <laughs> I feel woefully unprepared now. Yeah, he still there got him. Go. What's going on, guys? <laughs> nice. So, okay, that works. Hey, Charlie. So back uh, about, we'll say 2015, 2014, thereabouts, I, I ran into Dan, and I, I was like, we should, we should do a crossover between Halloween Man and the Latex Avenger. And at the time, I don't know if Dan realized how serious I was about it, but like the next thing you know, I'm sending him script pages and everything. And uh, of course, a pandemic happened between now and then. And you know, he, here we are. We 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 came back to it. Originally, Dan was gonna was gonna draw it, and uh, you know, somewhere across uh, you, you know the the political shit show and the pandemic and. You know all that stuff. Uh, we when we came back around on the other end of it and we started revisiting the project, he he was like, you know what? We should ask our man Paulo to draw it. And on that note, I'm going to turn it over to Paulo. Nicely done. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess I got into comics uh, when I was younger, but uh, I, I was first into anime, and uh, I started watching all the old animes. Uh, my brother introduced me to, and I got into comics because uh, my uh, my brother came into town trying to sell a bunch of comics from a friend he had, and he ended up couldn't sell them. So he gave them to me, and I ended up reading them, and I fell in love with comics. And I was like in middle school, and in high school, I had, you know, I was an angsty teenager, and I had a lot of feelings to get out. And uh, I found out that I can get all that feelings out by drawing and uh, like making my own stories. And so I got into drawing and and went from there, you know, and. Uh, Back when I was doing the 24-hour comics uh, uh, where I met Dan, uh, I, I put out uh, uh, After Hours Afterlife, which was my first comic that I put out. And then the second one that I self-published was uh, Lies My Motherboard Told Me. And that's how I got into it. And that's when I met mm -hmm. Drew and, and at the comics uh, Nerd Cave. Yes, yeah, that's some of my drawings from my website. And he's a very talented young man, this uh -huh. Paulo. <laughs> it's a young man. I'm turning 40 on the eighth. <laughs> you're 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 a child. Well, happy early birthday. <laughs> thanks, thanks. You're younger than Seabass, so that's good. <laughs> I think everyone's younger than Seabass. Yeah. But yes, that was uh, a comment to Drew's uh Drew's story. Yeah. I, I appreciate the you. Catch it. We definitely get it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate yeah. you sharing with that, sharing that. Thank you. Like, I, I think comics are a, a wonderful way of, of coping and, and, you know, they, it's the best way of telling stories because it's the mixture of, of words and uh, pictures, which is like alchemy. If you ask me, you know, I, I love film too, for similar reasons, but I think, I think comics are, are definitely the, the best medium hands down for storytelling. 
There, what's cool about comics, sorry to jump in on this, is that you can make a cinematic feature on a dime, you know, just, you know, with, you know, if you look at it like comic books being a storyboard and uh, how you can tell a story. I mean, I could never afford to tell the story I'm doing with Bigfoot Nose Karate on a, on a film budget, you know, I mean, but, you know, hey, we can do we, we can do it all. We can do it all right here, you know, on, on the, yeah. you know, and make a comic. And I, that's how I see comics is, is like a movie. And uh, yeah. although this particular book that we're promoting tonight, it's more like a sitcom. I got to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. So it's like a three camera shot sitcom. So yeah. oh, who's going to be the lucky volunteer to tell us about this book? Oh, I, I guess I'll jump in on yeah. that. Um, so this is this is you know you know you all know about Bigfoot Nokes Karate, mm-hmm. but this is this is Dan's dirty dirty politically incorrect <laughs> past. This is this is the latex Avenger, basically invading a a what would be a normal as far so far as normal passes for normal in halloween man he he, they they are they are your through line into the world of halloween man because uh how uh latex avenger and ruben the spermicidal foam lad are in halloween man's hometown of uh solar city so so uh, Latex Avenger can get pictures on the the gargoyles that are commonplace across Solar City and practice his superhero poses when it starts pouring down rain. So they they take shelter in a coffee shop that happens to be haunted and happens to be investig being investigated by a Halloween man and his girlfriend Dr. Lucy Chaplin. And wackiness ensues because Latex Avenger just can't stop himself from hitting on Lucy every other page. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, That's Latex cool. Avenger. Did I get that right, Dan? Yeah, no, you nailed it. You did good because he's the poster child of toxic masculinity, for crying out loud. I mean, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, he is – He. Yeah, I mean, Latex Avengers like Family Guy turned up to 11 on and on steroids. And uh, he's terrible. I mean, like, to be perfectly honest with you, it's like it's like that uncle that you invite out to the cookout and like three beers later, you're like, why the fuck did we invite this guy? Part of my language. I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> now you go for you it. You got saying, it. You got right? it. You're good. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck do we invite him? Uh, the uh, but that's the uncle you're talking. And that's the character that he is. And then you've got spermicidal foam lad who plays like, you know, the straight man in this. Uh, in the situation and Halloween man and Lucy Chaplin science starlet, they're amazing characters. I mean, Lucy is like, if, if latex Avenger is the uh, poster child for toxic masculinity, Lucy is like the, the poster woman for uh, uh, female empowerment. Okay. Because she's incredible. She's an incredible character. She's, She's a, a tell. Give her the give him the rundown there uh, Drew, about Lucy. She's, she is a plus size model, love her, uh, billionaire, uh, billionaire inventor, a polymath genius, occult adventurer, and champion powerlifter among among other things. She's she's. I'm here for it. I I'm a I'm a big fan of Doc Savage, so I like I like characters. That their 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 main power is that they're just good at everything, and that's 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 kind of what Lucy is. It's like she she you know if there's a skill she can she can pick it up. She comes from this family of of you know basically science heroes you know superheroes. 
for that go go way back and she's she's this genius so of course she she's not going to put up with someone like latex avenger and then of course you have uh ha her boyfriend halloween man who is uh this undead uh monster devouring uh creature with the power of a hor the horror movie sequel he always comes back and he's also <laughs> not gonna really put up with latex avenger and i feel like the fun of this is that it's it's a first of all it's a very very yes lift. um it's very very like an old school crossover it's a it, it shares a lot of dna with the old Spider-Man versus Superman that Marvel and DC did, and that that you just have the characters just show up and get up in each other's faces, but it's 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 also this this great character comedy where you get to see all these characters bouncing off each other uh, in in ways that uh, are are just hilarious, and I think that's the reason why I, I I kept bugging Dan until he relented and let let us do this because <laughs> I I just. I think the script is hilarious. Like it makes me, it, it single-handedly might might have helped me get through the Trump administration. Like I, I just when I needed when I needed to laugh at something, I found myself re revisiting that script. And you know, it's 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 just I don't want to pat our, our our backs too much, but it's just funny. Well, it sounds like a fun like. So jump in on that real quick. Yeah, go right in. Um, oh, we're getting some feedback again. Go away, Seabass. That's um. Drew helped him get through the Trump Trump and Drew get through the Trump administration. What I learned over the Trump administration is that my freaking superhero would have worn one of those stupid red hats. You know what I mean? Because characters write themselves, right? And he's a fucking idiot. And you know, and it, you know what I'm saying is like it's uh when you know your character and you see how they, they would react to different situations. I, my spermicidal phone line character, Ruben Glickman, okay? I mean, he is, he is, if I had to identify with a character, all the characters I've worked on, Bigfoot Notes Karate, Masters of the Obvious, Latex Avenger stories, Ruben Glickman is my character. He's, that's, that's the me. And, um, oh yeah, there you go. That's the, uh, the variant cover for the issue that I drew. And um, yeah, and so it's a play off of the, uh, uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, uh, where Speedy's doing heroin cover. So, because uh, we're keeping it classy here, folks. And um, but I, 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 I had the, a feeling uh, that it was, and I was like, no, that, that's not what. Oh no, yeah, is. you nailed it, sir. Um, you nailed it, Law. I'm telling you. So, when you know your character, and you know whether you, if I, I did a, I did a like a social commentary piece about uh, with Latex Avenger and Spermicidal Foam Lad recently, where they were talking about how he figured out how to vote, you know, and it was like, and, you know, and because while Lucy is a science, uh, you know, science genius and billionaire, Latex Avenger has a bus pass. Okay, he can't even drive anymore because of reckless endangerment behind the wow. wheel. You know, he doesn't have he doesn't have a you know any money, so he lives with the sidekick's grandparents in a you know in bunk beds. Okay, like he's. Oh, he's all those weekend warriors living in the basement type of people. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. He's yeah. When if you're seeing he, that, that documentary, of the people did he go, go to the capital? Dress up. You know, he was part of that shit. Yeah. No, I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had the money to get there if he tried. Uh, but that's the thing. You know, you learn your character, and you know, you can't. You know, I mean, when I sit down to write, they just go. You know, the fingers just start going, especially with those characters because I've been writing them for so many years, and I I remember looking at my wife going. Oh my God, he's a Trumper. 
And she was like, she's like, you got to put that away now. I said, you're right. You know, <laughs> can't, can't go there, you know? So anyway, oh man, that's the story. So that's funny. Paulo, these guys have like the wildest minds and imagination. And you just happen to like, be like, how do you put that sure. on paper? Yeah. yeah like, a lot of that was the writing. They all, all the goofiness, all the silliness that they're giving out. That's what they put in their writing, and it was hilarious. First time they came up to me with the script, I thought it was just the best. So that's why I was like, "Oh man, I would love to draw this." So I want to I know what that pitch was like because I'm sure it was like, I feel, I feel like it was like, "Hey, go with me on this. Yeah. If anything, there's going to be food here involved, but just, just." Humor me for a second and read this. <laughs> yeah. No, actually. Uh, actually, I, it went like this. Oh, go ahead, Trapalo. Sorry. Oh, no. I was just uh, say I, I, I had been a fan already of Halloween Max. I had been watching uh, Drew and, and reading his comics. And uh, I, I started picking up Latex Avenger. And I really liked the characters. And I, I would never have thought those two worlds would ever collide. And so when they showed me the script of them two coming together, I was like, you you got you had me at at crossover like that that was it. <laughs> that works. I, yeah. I you don't, had me at hello. I yeah. don't know like how this is gonna play outside of Austin, but there's a lot of people in Austin <laughs> who seem to have a vested interest in seeing these two characters come together uh, within the indie comic scene. Like the, the, there's like so many people I've I've talked to about it, and they're like. Well, that's that's perfect. That's brilliant. Like, like, why why didn't you do that this this ten years ago? And I was like, well, you know, life. And but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think people who are just fans, a of of comedic comics and b indie comics, of course. I think you know. I think that they'll get a kick out of it. And if you if you've enjoyed my work or Dan's work in the past, you know, this is this is. This is the like this is this is the Reese's Peter Buttercup that you've been waiting for of a you know in comic book form. Um, is my feedback coming back? If you back? liked our work in the past, well, this is more. You know, so. <laughs> Listen, I I am loving everything. I know uh, I wanted to ask Paolo like be, being able to because um, looking at both lineups of characters from both stories and seeing them mesh together, and then being an anime fan, do you, when you're drawing these scenes, do you see this as an animation in your head with these worlds just colliding? Yeah, I do. And uh, um, that was kind of the process of uh, putting these two characters in the same world is that uh, uh, Halloween Man is, is more gritty and, and, and it's more uh, action-y kind of uh, action comic. And uh, Latex Avenger is more comedy. So I had to like find a good common ground between like, like uh, the drawing styles between the two. I had to bring... Uh, uh, Halloween man, uh, I guess down a little to comic, a uh, little comic year. And I had to get uh, latex Avenger and bring it up to, to meet kind of in the middle between uh, the two kind of genres mm. so that they can like, they'll be in the same scene and they won't look like strange to be in the same scene together. Like I can't draw one more comic-y and funny and the other one very serious and brooding. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I did have to adjust for that, but I think I, I got it. I found a good medium between the two. Good. I, I, I still want to like, this, this just has me feeling to see just even more crossovers with them. And then 
some of our favorite indies that have come through here because like you said indie comics have been fun and and, and just seeing the, the work that people have created out there and it's just um i i our instantly just starts thinking of matt shore's character i'm like oh what if we introduce matt shore's character to meet these two it's really like i'm just loving it but um i wanted to say again dan your character sounds like a meet of peter griffin meets homeland <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He's, he's yeah, not I always kind of thought about it because <laughs> because I'm not a boys the boys fan. Okay, oh. I read the comic or at least the first six of them, and I was nauseated by it. To be perfectly honest with you, too much. Like latex adventure innuendo. You know what I mean? That was like overtly, you know. So it was a little much for me the comic. So watching the show is just never going to happen. But plus, plus uh, the, Homelander so actually I, is powerful. Latex Avenger is only powerful in his no powers. Mind. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, he, he's a legend in his own mind, son. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, the it, it is. Uh, but now I've always thought of Latex Avenger like a cross between uh, the the Tick uh, meets uh, Orgasmo with Bruce Campbell thrown in there for the mix. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, okay. Oh, this is the uh, this is the other cover, the alt cover. Yeah, or the yeah. original first draft, right, Paulo? Yeah, yeah, that was the first draft. Yeah, and again, she the, the main female heroine right there, uh, Mushi Chaplin. She is looking badass. So it's like she is about to break someone. I'm loving that character and the design she, and everything. Yeah, she she uh, she tosses around latex pretty good. Um, like, you know, like she's, a, she's. I have a, a feeling yeah. he doesn't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, just, only... just gonna put it out there. <laughs> I feel like he's okay with it. Not not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> uh, oh my god. You know, he maybe he wants death by snoo snoo. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's it's a it's a good way to go out, you know. You know, but uh, yeah, well, Drew, Drew, what you, Drew should know about it because every time I draw uh, Lucy for him, every time I do, I what do you think of this one? He's like, can you draw the boobs bigger? And you just draw them bigger. Like every like it happened like two or three times. I'm like, this is as big Paul as I can get them. Paulo's gonna get me canceled on Twitter. I can, I can just feel it. Listen, this is that or more fans. This is the one part of the that. interview that I get he to lean back. He loves his characters. I'm just saying. Listen, you may be canceled. This is one part, part of the interview where I get to lean back and not be in trouble for a moment. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but I, I, I do, I do have to say again, you're, you're the, 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 the stories Good definitely enough. have also a lot of great representation. Yep, again, when I say a lot of, you guys have a great roster of characters in here. So I mean, um, you got uh, again, Mango. You got, um, I was looking at the tree, just I was like thinking, like, okay, is that a big tree just getting high? I don't know, you gotta tell me, Dad. Is that a big tree that was getting yeah. high? It's man, no, that's uh, yeah, that's Manibus, the, that's Manibus, the kaiju pop monster. Yeah, he has a buddy named the two puff marshmallow man. So. <laughs> kaiju pop monster, I gotta, I gotta bring kaiju that pop monster. You got. You got yeah. There's a yep. there's a scene that I wrote years ago in an unused comic, and it's like uh, Manibus and uh, the and the two puff marshmallow man are out back smoking a joint. Okay, and Latex Avengers trying to get rid of, get away from a uh, a fan who's trying to get a lock of his a lock of his uh, reservoir tip. You know, like a little snip snip. And uh, he runs out there, and they're getting high. And he's like, "You ever seen the movie The Jerk?" Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yep. and they're smoking the joint, and he's like, "What is that? What kind of cigarette is that anyway?" And he's all joint. He goes, "They don't make them very good." Well, I mean, it is a similar situation, but in the next scene, you see Latex Avengers' eyes completely red, and he's sitting there eating Cheetos. You know, so, um, <laughs> but, 
yeah, but Manibus is a cool character. He actually, in the first issue, he lit his own arm on fire and blew the smoke everywhere and got the whole city high. It's pretty good. So it's, it's for kids, right? No, no. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen. And Willie Nelson. My, ne my, my nephews would read this. This is their this is their kind of content. So, guys, we're at that hour for the plugs. So I want to get you guys to plug away where people can find you guys, where they can find the story, where can they get this in their hands. So who wants to lead this discharge? Dan, we'll let you, Drew, we'll let you lead this charge. Go ahead. Where can we all find right, you? All right, all righty, all So uh, if you want to go on Twitter and tell me that you think that I am a, a jerk, uh, you can find me at HalloweenManCom, all one word, all lowercase, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to, you know, come look at pictures from comics and or pictures of my beautiful, talented, charming wife and occasional pictures of me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Drew underscore Halloween. Um, if you are wanting to, if this comic sounds amusing to you, you like laughter and hijinks, please go to Indiegogo uh, on J July 6th and become a backer because that's the day that we are launching this bad boy and we need every fan's support. Um, I think that's that's all I got to plug today. Go. And Dan, where can we find you? Go ahead. Plug away, brother. Okay. All right. So um, my name is Dan Price. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danomite139. That's D-A-N-O-M-Y-T-E-139. You can also uh, find me at BigfootNoseKarate.com. Uh, I am, the, yeah, I'm working on this book here. We that uh, the Halloween Man Meets Latex Avenger, July 6th on Indiegogo. We will be doing a live launch on Instagram at 6:30 that evening. Sebas, you were on my last one for Bigfoot Nose Karate, man. I hope yeah, you can make awesome. it out for this one too. It's gonna be awesome. awesome. Yeah, I hope you can awesome. make it out, man. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> yeah. And so we're going to do the live launch. I mean, look, the live launch is awesome. We were able to raise a thousand, our little thousand dollar goal on Bigfoot Nose Karate in seven minutes. And we raised like three grand and two and a half hours on that live draw, live, live launch. So, you know, I mean, look, love, we're just going to have a good time, make it a party, invite people in and out and get to hang out with people and have some fun and enjoy ourselves, have a cocktail along the way. Uh, but the, you know, BigfootNoseKarate.com, I also have a Kickstarter in October of 2022, this year, uh, Bigfoot Nose Karate Chapter 2, Born Under a Bad Sign, will be releasing on Kickstarter October 2022. Um, and uh, other than that, um, oh, if you want to check out Bigfoot Nose Karate, go to GlobalComics.com, that, that is GlobalComicsIX, not C, uh, CS, you know, with an X, uh, go to globalcomics.com and you can read Bigfoot for Nose Karate for free right now for the next two more days. And then I'm going to shut it down. But uh, yeah, we received like 2000 plus views in the last couple of days and we're stoked about that. So come and check it out. That's, that's my story. Very nice. oh, it's, it's time uh, for you to plug yourself away. Yeah. Uh, my, you can find me on Instagram uh, at uh, Paulo J H D Z uh p-a-u-l-o-j-h-d-z and uh you can always always go to my website which is uh paulo um and you can find me there you can check out my my work uh but yeah i can't wait to see everybody at the uh the live uh the live launch Oh, we're going to crash that. We're going to crash that, yeah. definitely. Um, crash the last one, so it's going to be fun. Um, when you guys have the commercial out, please send it to us. <laughs> I will be there with some El Segundo Broken Skull IPA. We will, we, it will be joining me on that live. 
Um, nice. So, no, yeah, send us the commercial when it comes out, the link and everything, so we can also share it for you guys. Again, we want to thank you guys for coming on. I hope you guys have fun. Yeah, um, we did. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank y'all. Thank you very so, much. Appreciate it. Thank you. And anyone who is joining thank us on so this hour. Thank you so much for having us, guys. Oh, anytime. You guys yeah. are always welcome. That, you already know. This, you defended your title. I don't know. It, Open I know door. Pop Apollo came, came through with the chair, and, and Drew Mike came with a little bit of an elbow. But, you know, you guys left with um, beer hanging. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> But um, well, thank you guys for coming yeah. on again. And um, again, yeah, I, it's all listen, about free wrestling. Cool. Say your prayers and take your vitamins, kids. All right, for sure. So. <laughs> but again, make sure you guys go back, watch the episode for who's joining in now to um, see this on demand. So you can learn more about Drew, Paolo, and Dan about the awesome book that they're coming out, the awesome crossover. Again, this is what we love to see in the Indies. So make sure you are checking out Halloween Man meets what is it, guys? The latex Avenger. Avenger. I just shot a, a follow to all three of you guys. So um, I'll be looking oh, Thank you, VMAC. Thank you. So I'll put you guys in the back. Right. You guys have a good night. And again, thank you for joining us, Drew, Dan, Paolo. Thanks. And we are now in the next hour of the show. So we want to thank you. So again, those of us who are joining in, again, go back, watch the episode. Learn more about Paulo, Drew, and again, um, Dan, about the work that they did. You can also see past episode where Dan was on talk about his book, Bigfoot Nose Guard, as well. Uh, when they get this Kickstarter up and the GoFundMe, we will have the commercial moments for you guys. But what are we on now? We, what, what do you guys want to talk about first? Are we going to talk with Miss Marvel first? Do we want to start light or do we want to like, start heavy? We have to, like to end with light. the boys? We have to end with the boys. And we should start with Miss Marvel. Right. And do one in between, I think. And there it is. There it is. That's yeah. It. I there think we I'm go. good with that. Because Miss Marvel is rolling into itself. Obi-Wan is finished, and the boys is the boys. Right. Oh, the boys. All right, so we will end with the boys, because that was a lot. But let's go, because you know, who wants to? So what I'm going to do is this, uh -huh. is that we're going to go into a Miss Marvel spoiler warning, and we will let Val deliver that one. Okay. No, that's not okay. Yes, um. <laughs> So uh, this week on Miss Marvel, we got to see what the bangle is associated with, who her grandmother really is. They give us the clandestines, um, I believe I pronounced that right, which I feel like is a cop out for Inhumans. You know, I'm just saying I am not satisfied with the solution that they gave us, but I trust in Feige. That's going to be my new thing. Trust and Feige. And Feige you know? we trust, yes. And right. Feige we trust. I'm going to trust what it is that he's doing, even though I'm not entirely happy. The show is still good, though. It's still okay. Whatever. I guess. And that was Val's spoilers <laughs> warning. No, that was more like a rant. Gus, <laughs> and anyone who hasn't seen it, Val's I rift. promise rift. you, I promise you there's going to be spoilers for the next three shows that we talk about. So this is your out. Like, literally, yes. this is your one out. Otherwise, you've been warned. But um, I love the fact is this is that um, there were like some Easter eggs in this episode. First of all, there was the ten rings are on we, the floor. Are we talking the last two episodes? Because I know we skipped, we skipped a week. We so we talk about the last two episodes. Yeah, oh, we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. We have two episodes to discuss. I know this past week is uh, you know, really the big one with all the things that came out. But um, we also can talk about I, I i yeah i kind of call it like again um i do like in the last episode though that there was the 10 go bloody right <laughs> damn study don't care support bro <laughs> i mean i can't get with us that's support. 
But yeah, no, the last two episodes are uh, it's we got three it, episodes left. It could be an Obi Wan thing. Everyone was mad tight. No, the first three no, 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 tight about Obi Wan. No. I was not I tight about. Of, I heard a lot of fucking pissy, spoiled like Star Wars fan on the internet. Ooh, the same Boba Fett shit, and then I know, the ending I know, happened. I know, I know we're gonna get to it, but I think the best analogy for Star Wars was that it's it's the Cheesecake Factory menu, and there's something for everyone. That's like the best analogy for Star Wars I've ever seen because you can't make I'll everybody happy. I take it. <laughs> so, but okay. So back to this Marvel. Basically, so, we're. Go ahead, Val. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, no, so ahead. they give us um, her trying to practice her powers now, giving being a little bit more active and using it. Super excited and realizing maybe it's, she's in over her head. Um, I I initially I was upset that they didn't make her inhuman from the first episode. Second episode, I felt a little bit better because I felt like they were building around something. And I'm like, okay, maybe we might get what they're supposed to do. And then they hit us with the gins, contestants, like the most wackest group of heroes that didn't even last long in Marvel Comics. You just gave us bullshit for no reason. <laughs> well, they said they went by multiple names. Clandestines. So did you look up clandestines? Yeah, I know, uh, no, no, I know looking, looking, looking up the clandestines, and there is an actual gin yep. involved with the clandestines. So I think yes. they're just morphing all of this shit together because they're not doing inhumans. We're just look, we're gonna rip the bandaid off today. Which is what I'm bothered we're gonna, by. We're gonna rip I the bandaid off today. Okay of we're gonna show. put some rubbing so, alcohol on it and you're gonna rub it out what and it's gonna burn and it's gonna sting. But we're not it's we're not getting the inhumans thing. I don't think we're gonna get it. And I so think they're if, if making keep, the clandestine I don't, the no, new and human. I don't think they're doing that. I, think I don't just, think they're, they're make, trying make a to big find, point of it. They're finding a way to connect her to the celestial stuff because of what we got with the Ten Rings portion. I think that's what they're doing. We're not. So doing you think her bangle has to do with Ten Rings? Absolutely. Well, yeah, Absolutely. They, yeah, Absolutely. because they, if you Absolutely. notice in in that in that last episode when they were in the temple getting the bangles, oh. the Ten Rings was around the floor. Hey. <laughs> Right now, we live from crash. Bong is the party crasher. He's always welcome, Cardi. Say yes, and you'll get the link. But no, it's like, no, that's what I was saying. That last episode has some great um, um, things. Like, first of all, in the credits, I I don't, I gotta go back and see. Um, yeah, Pong said hit him up. Uh, um, so we gotta go back and see because like uh what was it the the truck the the moving company um's truck was shown in the credits of miss marvel which was pretty dope not to hawkeye um yeah but the 10 rings was in the the, the their, their symbols was in the temple where the grandmother was getting the bangle from okay okay I didn't so, have it was, it was really that. brief but they did an overshot and you yeah. saw it circling around yeah if you I, don't I wasn't know, paying attention to that at all i was really pissed off i'm like what the are they doing with this background the grandmother we do they not know what inhumans are like i was oh really upset. <laughs> yo, yo Val. i get it I get it. I get it i really i really do i hear you and i see you on this but i think you gotta let it go fam i know i <laughs> know i do i know i do i know i do but i'm disappointed outside of that it's not a bad show right it's just not my favorite okay 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 but Morbius is your favorite. No, no we're not I did not say that. I promise you, I will. I will hover your fucking remove 
and just like <laughs> ready to kick you off, sir. Don't you start that drama in this house. I am not gonna start that. But no, I mean I'm I'm loving where the show is going though, because again, I know that a lot of people are upset about the inhumans thing, but I think that we still have that negative taste of inhumans because of how the Marvel TV division really screwed the pooch with that. They really screwed the pooch pooch because Marvel was on this whole thing because X-Men was owned by Fox and they're like, we're gonna make the human humans the new X-Men and gave people such a bad taste. I but, look, I think my thing is I, I think, think I disagree with that though. I think we are holding so much above about this inhuman thing, and it's something we knew before the show even came out. I did wasn't not gonna happen. I didn't know it wasn't gonna happen. You I did thought it? it was the You way didn't know? Did. I they were not they, they they really see. I don't again. I don't pay attention to beforehand. I don't want to know beforehand, so I'm not spoiled. I don't like spoilers, even though I give them. But <laughs> I, I didn't know that this is what was going to happen. So that's why I'm like super surprised and disappointed. However, I mean, I realize I need to let it go. Not everything is exactly like the comic books. They don't do anything like the comic books exactly, right? Um, but I did not know they weren't going to at least try to redeem the inhuman name, especially because of the series that we had, not to shy away from it. You know, especially now that they've got more in their belt, they can do so much more with it. I don't know. They could have done a better job, but I'm not mad at I mean, what they doing. would literally have, they are, at this point, Inhumans is the project of like, we swept it so far under the rug. It is literally like a part of the foundation of the house. Like, yeah. you know, but even still, like for them to bring it in so soon after we just got Black Bolt, they would literally have to nuke the entire existence of that show. Yeah, I mean, that's what's wrong, what's wrong with doing that? I just, I think if they're going to do it, I just don't know that they would. I'm not saying they would. Coming in hot, let's go! I think they will, I just don't know. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey. <laughs> Hello there. I don't. Oh, can you hear me? We can yeah, hear you, but it's, it's not your. Mic. It's not your mic. It's it's it's, your, it's your, your your computer mic is picking you up, not the the mic on your headset. Oh, you're, you're well, coming in with It's not as crisp yeah. as it usually is. Mm. <laughs> hey, you know, on short notice. I gotta do what I gotta do. We're just glad to have you in. I I love the yo. Just drop me an invite. That is the yeah. energy of my friend circle. It's like. Yo, I'm down. Like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I should be better now. Am I good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's no, not, it's, it's, it's not as crisp as you usually are, but if that's what it's gonna be, you're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll keep I'll keep working with it. Right now, too. It's what now? Wait. Try it again. Try it again. Uh, how about now? Testing. Oh. Testing. No, now we. How about, there you how about now? There, there, there we go. There we go. And coming in hot with the hot take, coming from the back, the amazing ping pong. Ladies and gentlemen. What, say what? Oh, you Sorry, got does delay. everyone get a wrestling oh, intro? I can we do it. Need, we, need, we need, we just, listen, we're going to get the Capcom band, but you just need to do like the here comes a new challenger thing. There we go. We're going to do this. There, there, there we go. And. You know. Here comes a new challenger. Dun, 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 dun. We're already we're throwing. <laughs> Gus has no idea what the hell we're talking about, and Steady is kind of following along. You know, so we'll keep. Steady's on. Yeah, but no, Miss Marvel. So, Paul, give us your hot takes on Miss Marvel. Come on, you wanted to cover that because we haven't covered the last two. 
I'm I am totally digging Miss Marvel. I'm 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 enjoying the show. Uh, I think I said this. I can't remember if it was the last time when I was on with you guys or if it was when Val came over to uh, to our show. By the way, twitch.tv forward slash sin shop. Uh, right. But uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> but I think but, it was when we were on your show. We spoke about this. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I, I, I absolutely love being able to see the superhero story, right? The hero's journey from a completely different aspect than I'm used to. I freaking love that. That is the thing that I really do like about the show. Um, from And also, I came into it completely blind as far as anything to do with, with Miss Marvel. So I, I know that I know Val definitely has has feels feels several different ways about the about the series. But and I think that that's probably because, you know, what's supposed to happen. Right. I have right. no clue. None whatsoever. And I'm kind of digging it. I'm kind of digging it. It's not like it's it's necessarily a uh, a brand new story, but it's a new story told from a different point of view. And I like that a lot. So, so I want to I want to ask everybody. Um, yeah. With what we see now, how damage control is kind of being used, it's kind of reminiscent to like how in the comics you saw that the government had a branch looking for mutants, where it was like superpowered people. How do you guys feel how we're using damage control here? I'm afraid. So I'm actually, I don't I don't go know how to feel about them yet because I don't know enough about them. Like yeah, so I, I don't. Okay. No, uh, I, 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 no, I hear what you say. I, it does feel like they were created by Tony Stark after Avengers One in 2012, mm -hmm. but like they were just shoehorned in to be the government to fix shit. Mm -hmm. But we don't know anything. Like we know what the Sarkovia Accords. Like we know what the other big we government we interventions know, like, were. But we are don't they, know. Are they their you know. own entity? Do they work in tandem with Shield or the FBI? Or are they working like as this? Well, like, Shield's no more. So. Yeah, the, it's, oh, it's a, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's probably a department of the federal government that Tony helped found because he was for all of that stuff. It just right. feels like because Tony's or gone, or it could be a department of, of and, and Sam Jackson's in space, and any other official person who would be looking over it isn't here. It just feels like they're just running it, maybe under Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, right. Maybe it was him, and he's got it under him. Um, okay. But I, I think they're just kind of running without any sort of oversight, and they're doing what they think. Uh, is best. I do you know, like how they're saying that it's Thunderbolt makes a lot of sense because if you're gonna do if you're gonna do the Thunderbolts eventually, you need someone who hates them already and who wants to just like round them up, get them working from like you kind of need that energy and Thunderbolts that dude. So you have these guys as the lackeys pull them out later on for the big reveal because we already know we're gonna get. This Dark Avengers, Young Avengers, uh, and and Thunderbolts thing going on within the next timeline. I think it's a, a different division. I don't think I because uh, Julia Dreyfus's character. I think she her division is more tied to that which creating a superhero team. Mm. What I'm getting vibes from um, this from Damage Control because in the comics they were just going there and like you know they were the the team that went and fixed up shit. This clean is more crew, like right? if you yeah they were the cleanup crew. This feels more like a different division in the government that is looking at um, unlicensed, enhanced individuals um, and is, like, taking them in and arresting them or, like, you know, because it's, like, they, they, they were sending everything after. This is the first time we're seeing in the MCU where there's a government entity 
chasing someone to arrest them to take them off the street after they saw a YouTube video of them doing that. Well, the, well we also saw them how they were with, with Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. But we they weren't. Like, they seem, they seem, it doesn't seem like the cleanup crew. Like, we, like what we saw in the first Spider-Man, it seemed like cleanup crew. Like yeah, they were right. cause that's because Tony was involved. No, and now like FBI it's like level. 10 years, 10 years down the line. And now we're at national security. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So for me, this is, this is kind of like, I, I got what I want and I don't know if I'm going to like it because it's like it, it, because when a long time ago, I started getting into comics, right. When, really, when you could first watch, you get comics digitally. Cause I could never handle comic books. That's a story for another time. <laughs> but, but the, uh, but once they came out digitally, I could. And so uh, I got into damage control because it was something I had always wanted. Right. Which was the, uh, I want to see what happens when the heroes leave. Right. What happens when Superman blows up half of New York? Right. What happens after that? You know, that's something that never got addressed in the movies. And then I started reading the comics, and it was so boring. It was just like <laughs> office politics, and that was it. And I, and so I'm like, part of me wants to see it because part of me likes that 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 put this all in the real world and see what happens vibe. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling it's going to be so procedural, and I mean, it's going to be like I mean, haven't we been job? asking like for this kind of like content for the for a while now because we've been wanting yeah. to know what happened to every like the world to everyone after the blip yeah we want right. to know how like things were running we kind of want to know the perspective of the people who are still here who aren't supers the the unique thing about kamala right now is that she literally just became a super by accident yeah. but for this longest time she was one of those fans who was just she she is the us of of mm -hmm. the mcu she is the like the you know the the audience's like captivation and their their you know the excitement in their view. So then when you get to uh like damage control right now, if they're going the route where they're supposed to be how they are in the comic as you're saying, then maybe they're trying to tie in you know this whole like uh perspective of like you know having the oh they can't be powered and eventually they'll do the whole mutant thing later and they'll tie them in or they're just there and we have no idea why they're there. I, I think what's going on because like how I, and again to the point that we've had this, this this gap and what we're seeing with damage control like when we saw damage control I believe we saw them before the blip because it was when um what was it when Vulture it was, came. It was uh, Avengers 1 it was out it was right after it was after in 2012 yeah. When when they were because um they were getting the yeah because they were because um that was when um what was it vulture that's how he became the vulture that mm -hmm. was his origin story because he lost his contract so whatever they changed to now um and he also asked the question so if they're coming after Kamala like that have there been other enhanced individuals that they've gone after that we haven't covered or seen in the MCU yet well I think possibly it, um homeboy um uh, hold up. Uh, What's this dude that's going to be in uh, a bomb? I mean, it, that could be it. I mean, that mm. could, he could be. I know it's a. I don't know if it's the same department of, and we'll see that, and I'm mm. sure we'll see it the department that he's in. But like, I guess to to Pong's point, talking about like how the the books were like super boring, mm. it feels like Damage Control was doing that in the books in the um, in that first in 2012, yeah. and then to make it more to make it more interesting, it morphed into this kind of self-governing national security thing and where they took it upon themselves after the blip to kind of 
protect everything and keep to control damage, but not in that essence, mm-hmm. especially with everyone being gone for five years. Because the Avengers didn't do shit. After the blip happened, the Captain America's at fucking, at fucking therapy sessions yeah. with people. Like, they're not yeah. doing anything for five years. Yeah. Or, from, or from what we see, from what we're given yeah. in content, they don't do anything for five years except, like, explore the universe and make sure nothing's crazy because no threats are happening. Thanos is on is is chilling. He's gardening. Uh, probably most major threats were blipped out of existence. Mm-hmm. So those five years, they probably took it upon themselves to do something because they have an idea where the major governments were off being screwed up. Um, so, yeah, I think they kind of morphed into what they are today. And I find it very interesting that they're we're getting it from from their perspective of is national security. And from the perspective of Kamal and the mosque is the targeting, targeting of a of a Muslim hero, mm-hmm. and I think it's a really interesting dynamic that we're seeing because that is prejudice that we see today, and they're trying to balance it and tell a story with it. Yeah. Wow. So, so here's one thing that I've got to have answered. Okay. On between Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Obi Wan, <laughs> which one? <laughs> Is worth? Oh no no no! I'm kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding. Sorry! Sorry! So sorry! I really thought we were gonna wait. And, 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 sorry. And everyone is fucking answering. No, terribly sorry. Terribly sorry. Gus and Pong, I love you both. The real question. The real question that I that I want to see that I want to know the answer to, is. For the past uh, what year and a half, I think in the in the MCU, no, just year, I think just year. There's a giant eternal sticking out of the ocean. <laughs> Yo, yeah. No hold one on. knows. No one's hold saying. On, hold on. We don't know when any of this is placed in the time zone, uh, time frame. Don't we? Eternals, no, because Eternals happens after um, they bring everyone back. We yeah. don't know exactly. Uh, well, when it took Google place it. and where Miss Marvel falls in that. We know it happens after they brought everyone back, but when all of that happens, there's no complete timeline yet. I think there's just so much shit that's going on. They're like, you, you know, you got the shit He's with like, Spider-Man. No you got that. It's just so about. much. I know. Kong yeah. does not. Kong's nah. not it. <laughs> we just need an article like, yeah, a giant hand discovered sticking out the ocean. Okay, this, yeah. this hold, up. hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. According to Disney+. Plus. Eternals takes place after Shang-Chi uh, and before Hawkeye. There you go. There we okay. go. There is a so, big Marvel Tiamat in the middle of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> and no one is saying anything about it. That is, why Why is no one talking about the but giant are hand? Are we watching the news? <laughs> it was also like half of the it's planet disappeared. I feel like a lot of shit happened. Happened. A lot of shit it's happens. Just- in, yeah, in, in, on right, Earth now, so and nobody cares. It's, it's so like, so this is the new normal. Stone, so, a, so a big earthquake happens, and then a stone fucking robot shows up. Yeah. And then Listen. nothing happens, and oh. new mm-hmm. land masses are created. Like, well, you know what? Could have been worse. I lost I lost my, my friend for five years. Yeah. And then I went oh. to school, and they, they all showed up again. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this tr- real, real story, though. Like, trauma yeah. is desensitized. In the yeah. Earth six one six. Listen, shit all, just keeps happening. <laughs> all you yeah. have to know is that insurance premiums are high in the Marvel universe, 
because of the simple fact, like, oh wait, uh, what 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 was what are you in here now, Mr. Jones? The Marvel elephant. Listen, it's it nothing surprises anybody in that universe. You know, like, oh wait, yeah, giant hand. Ooh, that that actually would be a funny comedy show. I mean, in the comic Every books, life so much happens all the time. Like, we really go through a lot of different things, and they don't really reference it back much. Like when. Dark Phoenix kills almost everyone in Central Park or when they, you know, those yeah. things don't really get brought up again until it's necessary to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. I think the first time we really see something that continuously got brought up just to tie it in was the Battle of New York. And I think Netflix shows focused on that to tie it into MCU. Yeah. But we don't get a lot of that process crossing over too much throughout Marvel in, well, entirely. Um, well, uh, these guys, the fucking clandestines, are now arrested. So I would imagine that hopefully, hopefully, if we can trust that the process, that that's what they're gonna bring up. But they're Maybe. gonna bring up like, oh, look at you guys causing havoc. Da da da. We need are you behind like, this. We, yeah. We, that's what we need. Another one of these, and they'll point to the big, so, you know, hole. So, hold on, just to just to piggyback off of what Val's saying too is like. While I think, and, and maybe because we haven't gotten it yet and we're still in phase four, which is the new phase one, Infinity Saga feels like it did a really good job of interconnecting all of the pieces, even mm-hmm. in little comments or in in extra scenes, where phase mm-hmm. four, again, phase one still really was, was still trying to find out what it was. But phase four, while the movies, I think overall are very good and we're hitting a lot of marks, I haven't felt are super connected yet. And I, and you know, yeah. I think, I think they said, we're going to find out what the major event is. We think it's secret invasion. We think it's all these things. They're putting all these things out into the universe. Like I don't Eternals, think it's just one major event. And I don't, I don't think it's no, just one big I, I, don't, I don't think so either, but Eternals, like with what the Eternals did for even whatever your criticisms for the movie, what they did and what they showed with what, where the Celestials come from. It's such a big to do for it not to be brought up at all. Yeah. Seems hard. All right. I think there's things that they are leading up to that they want to keep us in the dark right now. Mm-hmm. With Shang-Chi, with I mean everything that they're piecing yeah. together, I again, Justin Feige, I think that the whole point is to give us bits and pieces so it can c- tie in and you'll be like, "Oh, later on." And I and I and I'm hoping that's what they lead to. Yeah, I, I know that. Um, I believe right now with this last episode of Miss Marvel, we can definitely say that it's Miss Marvel is linked to Shang Chi, only because of um, oh, yeah. Ten Rings showing up on the like again their symbols showing up on the the in the temple floor. Um, I believe that Marvel right now with their phase that they're going into, we're getting a lot of stuff on a lot of different fronts. We're getting street level stuff. We're getting the um, interplanetary galactic stuff. We're getting the multiverse stuff. So I believe we're getting a lot of different big bads. Um, and 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 they've been very good with what they're doing. But also, too, I think some productions were shifted because of COVID. So some stuff is not making sense where it falls in the timeline. So they're trying to refix that up. But other than that, yeah, I mean, um, we're getting a lot of stuff between the street level, between um, the mid-level, because we're going to get um, Thunderbolts. And um, the big levels, which is the galactic stuff that we're going to see, and again, um, shot cosmic and everything. So we're getting Adam Warlock coming in, and we're gonna get more stuff revealed. But um, that's enough about Marvel, because you know we can, we're, we're gonna be back to Miss Marvel and see what the next episode has to reveal. Let's get into a Galaxy four 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 away. 
four, 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 four away. Not too far from the Skywalkers, but far away. Season or series, series finale. I hope they don't give us a second season. We do not need a second. No, we don't need. I a don't second. need uh, a second season. But, but a very solid series finale. For yes. sure. This 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 was the show that needed the Emmy, not 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 Moonlight. Um, Pawn, yeah. you're here. Come on. Talk about I am. So uh, I liked uh, I liked the show. I didn't love the show, but I've th- that's been my relationship with Star Wars for a long, long time. I've I'm already tired of of the of the Skywalker family. I want I want more in the universe for sure. But the Skywalker family itself, <clears throat> excuse me, Skywalker family itself. I'm glad we're moving on. But that said. It was a fantastic last episode, and it dovetails nicely with the very, with the beginning of a new hope. So hey, no complaints. Right. Wow. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Is that on me now? Yes. Huh? So 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 for me, um, episode three was the highlight, and then they over episode six nailed it. Like it was so. It was done so well. Um, the fight between uh, Vader and Obi-Wan was the fight I needed that I didn't know I needed. Something that we didn't get in New Hope. Um, it was very blah. He just, you know, disappeared in his cloak. Um, and yeah. this this was an actual, like, you see them. You still see how Obi-Wan is a badass. He's like, don't, don't sleep on me. Like, it, it was such a good way to also show that Anakin was never fully evil. Like he kind of, I think he let him go and let him for 20 years to pass and not do nothing about him. It was more like, then this is the only occurrence that he comes across him after so much time. I think that the way this ended and I don't want them to do anything more outside of what it gave, what they gave us. I'm happy with what they gave us. I'm looking very much forward to Endor and Ahsoka. I'd like to see, and we, I've said this before, um, pre-Republic, I'd like to see more Sith-related storylines. Um, but with that said, I'm really, really happy in how this show ended. I loved the fight scene. I think Obi-Wan was freaking awesome in it. Um, yeah, and, and Reva's redemption. I really also... So I said in the beginning, I was not feeling her, right? And I have to backtrack that. I thought she wasn't a great actress. But then second, third episode, I'm like, oh, I really hate her. And that's because <laughs> I, she's really doing a great job at getting me to hate her, right? So I love, I fell in love with her because I hate her. And now I'm really excited to see where she goes. So I would like a story arc on Reva. If she joins the path, maybe she helps with uh, Force-sensitive children. If she meets up with Quinlan, if she... I'd like to see her redemption story. I, I mean, I think that's where I'd like to see that go. Oh. Hmm. Uh, solid, solid. I'll agree with Val. Solid, like, series finale. Uh, don't give me any more. This is perfect. Uh, I loved what they did where they showed us, like, that process throughout the series, but, like, especially in this episode of, like, the acceptance of uh, of Obi Wan to just be like, oh, got it. Like that. Like you're not my brother anymore. Like you're not that dude. Okay. Like, and now I have to, like I have to do what I have to do. Like it was like he needed that. He needed that form. Oh, because he's been guilty. He's been guilt ridden this whole time. And everyone's like, oh, you know, why is he like this? Because that was literally like, he suffered such a, a a big loss to his chest that not only did 
he feel like he betrayed him and 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 you know he felt like he let Anakin down the whole nine and failed him, but he also had to do what he did back back then, yeah. and then didn't know that he survived. So now, oh shit, he's still alive. Oh shit, he's Vader. Oh shit, he's a dude. And now he's riddled with even more guilt because he's like, I fuck like I didn't do what. Exactly. So I love that they gave him like that catharsis. I loved, uh, I love that even Anakin, especially with that voice change at the end where like uh, they started doing a mm-hmm. oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, but I I loved uh, one the display of power, the display of like where they are in terms of ability, where they were in terms of head spaces, because the fighting we saw in episode th- in episode three, uh, then uh, the fighting we saw in episode what. Well, I'm saying episode three as, as in, like, the movies. Then uh, oh. earlier this season, we saw them fight. And then now you're seeing that transition of, like, where their headspaces are. Like, who's more invested in this? Or are they just doing this for the sake of doing it? Um, do, does Vader want to actually kill him? Or does he want to make him feel humiliated and make him feel, you know, the guilt and all this other stuff and, and, and whatever, what have you? So I love that. I thought it was a really incredible job what they did with it. Um, yeah, it was like I. The only thing that I think out of all of it was uh, the third sister's like part at the end, where I was like, okay, I get why she why she didn't, but I feel like that was a like I'm with Val. Like I feel like I need to get some sort of conclusion with her like that didn't feel enough of a conclusion for me that her story felt fulfilled i guess um but yeah between like luke and and leia and like everything else like you you also get the weight of when because i saw the, the clip of it when um when luke rescues leia in and in, in a new hope and she go he goes yeah uh ben sent me and you see the excitement and like the oh shit, and she's starting to book. You start to like you see it in an Obi Wan show. Like oh shit, like that's why. Like this is except why... she was more happy to see Lola than she was Ben at the end, which of was hilarious. Of course, I mean it is with it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, phenomenal show. I super super enjoyed it. I think they did a really good job at tying, you know, the, the prequel series with with the with the first series. And I have like really no complaints. Like you know, it it did it yeah. did what it was supposed to do. Got to trust that it did what it did. Um, can we put this to bed with, you know, Vader and and this and this? I would like to, mm-hmm. as much like as much as I would love to see more cool, like Vader leveling up badass shit. I don't know that I would get much more than what we got because technically, if we go based on like the comics at this point. He's already gonna reach that point. I don't know like how how far how how far forward or back we are, but the only thing I would want to see is uh, that part of the comics where he goes, "I just see uh, uh, I just see a sea of dead men" or something like that. Whatever that that badass line was, or see him struggling when he's meditating. Those are the only two scenes I want to see. If I don't see that, I don't need the show. Don't yeah, give me don't give me more. Yeah, I am done with the Skywalkers. I am done with everybody else. Give us new shit. Give yeah. us all the rest of the Mando. Give us all the rest of like the, the, the little stuff that ties in. Sure. But mm-hmm. 
for the love of God, I don't want to hear another Skywalker. <laughs> we're, I'm done. We're done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what Takawato has, has to say. I have had a uh, had one one issue. Sorry for jumping in like that. I, I, but I, I have had did have one issue with the show, and that is uh, why since okay Anakin he's just been very badly burned. He's he's not dead. He's very badly burned, uh, and he's so he's in a lot of pain. What's that? In pieces. In pieces. That's right. Uh, this is his last resort. Uh, but he uh, no. Okay, but he <laughs> so he's he's laying on the beach. Fuck you, Fong. I'm mad that worked so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no. Seriously though, he's so he's he's laying there. He's 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 hurt bad. Uh, why in the world doesn't Obi Wan sense that? He's hurt bad. Anakin he gets picked up by the by the who by the Emperor and team. Right? They take him to wherever. Right? He's clearly in great pain. He's clearly been betrayed. If they can sense each he, other, I think he, he one left him purposely. dead, and yeah. then two, I think also like their connection shut down his force connection as well. You right, see that connection he had to, to him, he completely severed that tie. As soon as he did what he did with Anakin and left, he was yeah. like that tie with Anakin, kaput, done. Listen, he thought Anakin was well done, but you know, it turns out he was medium rare. So, at the end of the day. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it here. I hate all of you. C plus. C plus. Now I have that song. So what are your thoughts? Okay. Don't put it in mine. I would be so bad. Let's always give us thoughts. I will be back. How do you feel about the. Okay. Uh... All right. So, my thoughts. All right. So, one, I called this in the beginning. God, I miss fucking Qui Gon. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> so guys, real quick, let me show you the finished product of hey, Optimus. Let's go. Yes. And he does fully transform into his truck version. Hold on. Let me detach the gun real quick because we don't necessarily need it there. But the um, transformed version, if you got to snap the legs together. Uh, yeah bring these down and Holy I just God. dropped a few pieces uh bring his tor stomach up torso around take off the back piece head down bring this back this so, goes around uh, the front Hold head on, down ass head up <laughs> that's the way you make a truck Yep, yep. Yes. That's the way you make a truck, right? You know okay. what? That's that's super inventive, you know. And then this goes down here. Then the other side, you bring the arm around to here, back, forward, hand down. Okay. All right. Oops, I just messed it up. But yeah, he's supposed that's to. Dope, it's though. it's okay. Wait, there we go. I kind of pulled off a piece doing it too aggressively, but. Um, <laughs> Super, super, super dope. Oh, wait, That's hold on, cool. hold on. Of course, the, the matrix of leadership is in his chest, hey. which is freaking awesome. Hell yeah. Um, I I had so much fun putting this together and I kind of messed it up just now, but it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. It's hey, awesome. very good. So Seabass, because Tone stepped away for a little bit, give us your hot take on Obi-Wan. Yes. All right, Obi-Wan. 
please. All right, Obi Wan. Um, in the beginning, I gotta say, it came in hot. Um, again, it's a little bit from what I wanted from the series. Then it kind of a little bit of a low. It had its ups and downs. I love the fact that um, we got to see a little bit more of the Star Wars world in this show. Um, something again that um, I'm loving the fact that we're opening up different places. We're not just stuck on a desert planet anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, was that would have sucked because we've already seen that with the Book of Boba, and Book of Boba was mm. um, this last episode was just what I think was a love letter to Star Wars fans of getting a fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Um, I think a lot of the other stuff answered all the questions that we had, yeah. And I, I, I love the fact that we had that fight. Um, it, there was a lot said in that fight um, that we really didn't get to see in the original Star Wars movies. Like, we already knew the fight, but this was more of uh, that deliverance of that story where um, it's like a continuation from when they had that fight in the prequel trilogy of what happened. And then you sort of, then you kind of see like the storytelling of how like obi-wan is starting to get back connected to the force it's like yeah if i don't do something vader's going to be the guy i gotta you know and i'm gonna die here and it was cool to get qui-gon jinn force ghost at the very end which i'm like okay that is just did again, anyone uh, really doubt that, that was gonna happen because the minute that anyone he mentioned doubted, the minute he was like master are you there the whole night yeah throughout like, the whole thing i was expecting yeah. to see qui-gon there at some was point. no way we weren't gonna see him yeah, I, I, I love the fact that he came back, did that role, even if it was just a little bit. I mean, it, it was a nice nod and end to the character. Do I want a second season for Obi-Wan? No, but we can see the character again in possibly a Reva's show. If we get a Darth Vader show, no, I don't want a Darth Vader show. I would want a show about Darth Vader's apprentice if they were to introduce something about that, yeah. which could because you don't need a whole show centering around Darth Vader. We know that Vader just has to be in there for a little bit, and that's it. Like they yeah. did in Rogue One, just sprinkle a little bit of Vader, and you're good. Because if you do a whole show of Vader, you're gonna kind of like, listen, we're, stop. we're over it. We love just a little bit of Vader. We we we, we don't want all, a lot of Vader. We love, and that's what this show did. It it was great that we had Reva's there because Reva and, and 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 everyone else that that was in place of Vader. Because if we had too much Vader, I think we would have gotten sick of Vader. So the the little bit of Vader that we got in the show <sighs> made fucking sense. And I, again, I would love for Reva to go through this redemption arc and a lot of people like giving the character shit. I think she's a well-written character from what we've seen. Her character, um, this show was about suffering the traumas of war. Yeah. If you notice it in the beginning, Obi-Wan has been suffering through that trauma, suffering through that PST, uh, PTSD, going through that. And, and, and he's just like, you know, he's a defeated man. But by the end, he's already gone through his journey. Now we see Reva kind of going through that as well. And it's like, you see the early I, end. I, I would yeah. really love to see her being someone who leads for sensitive through the path. I would love to see that story and what she goes through with evading um, her former counterparts of the Inquisitors, things of that nature. That would be they really, really good. Left her for dead, essentially. Yeah. And it's, 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 I think, yeah, they have a lot that they correct with Eva, and you don't have to bring Obi-Wan back. You could bring him as a guest in the show. You don't have to do a whole new show of Obi-Wan season two. You could be like, okay, we're going to now do Eva. And you could do these as many um, shows because, again, it's just a big, vast universe. And even so, you could be like, you know what? Reva's left this section 
of the universe and maybe start something somewhere else just to get away from the empire like you know like the, the whole story of revenge and everything we've seen those stories maybe like going in a different route but it's like again i would like to see where her story goes all right it's supposed Tone to be darth Vader. give it before again attempt number three yeah yeah okay so i guess you guys commented on the fact that we don't have enough qui-gon um because that's the major that was the first thing i said when the when i saw the ghost i was like we're getting liam neeson we're getting some qui-gon because qui-gon is just really dope and uh, a pivotal character and kind of what happened with with anakin um but overall i felt that this ending was really good and we got the we got the emotional conflict between Vader and Obi-Wan that I felt episode three could not deliver on. Yes. Because episode three hinges on this battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan and his falling out. And it, because of the storytelling of the original, of the prequel trilogy and Hayden Christensen's, Caden Christensen's acting at the, at the time, it just doesn't feel as emotional when he falls to the dark side. Where here, I think it did such a better job with Ewan coming back and with Hayden not doing this for so long. Just all of the lines, and you really felt it when the two of them were back and and having these the, the, having the monologues with each other. I felt it more so than what we were supposed to get um, all those years ago. And I think it really... It really led up to that in the six episodes that we we did get for it, and it makes sense to what everyone else is saying of um, of where Obi Wan is and where Darth Vader is at the time of the original trilogy. I've got to say the fighting, the the fighting that we got was uh, I'm happy we got such a great fight scene between Obi Wan and Vader. You know, Vader isn't as finesse as he was, was you know, when he had all his limbs. Yeah. yeah. But just like Great. seeing seeing the aggression and seeing the mirror of the flashback that we saw when they were training, you yeah. saw that play out in in this fight as well. Yeah. Um, so I think it did a really great job of just like who these two men are and where they are. They've always been the same people and the connection that they had um, with each other. And I think it just it, what it it accomplished what needed to be accomplished all those years ago. Between the I, I don't think it was a lack of Hayden's acting at the time. I think it was a lack of dialogue and direction. Through, and I and I would say because George Lucas controlled too much. And dialogue is something he's always lacked, but it doesn't change our love for that universe. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I was gonna say I actually heard a heard something about Hayden Christensen's acting that actually I kind of got to give him a pass now. And here's why. Apparently, when they were recording the, uh, the what, I guess, the prequels, episodes one, two, and three, apparently he was trying to actually, you know, act and stuff. But Lucas kept pulling him back because he said, basically trying to make his speech more like James Earl Jones in, the, in what was to come in four, five, and six, right? In A New Hope. Yeah. So, but you can't get a James Earl Jones kind of gravitas out of Hayden Christensen Anderson's Nutcracker <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> whatever. whatever. Hayden fun. Christian Anderson. What's that three for you today? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I'm, it's just spur of the moment. I don't know what I'm doing. No, <laughs> but uh, but no, I I don't think you can get that kind of like like James Earl Jones can do that. Right, James Earl Jones can can have that that stilted dialogue, you know, but but it doesn't 
it doesn't work coming out of coming out of his mouth. So I think right. that's why he seems like he's made like like a two by four with a haircut. Like I think that's why he <laughs> seems like that throughout the entire first three movies. Yeah, I mean, I mean, too, because he was uh, what was it? It was a kid that wasn't uh, the first one, and then Christensen. Oh, that's true. Too. That's true. Yep. So it's the second. I could see that. Which I, I think, think the that casting that was... for that in the very beginning was horrendous yeah the casting was very off it didn't feel like that i didn't and i feel like you know that that whole series was just that third movie that, yeah. that's what it was i, know, I mean I it served the purpose at the time and it worked well for that generation of star wars fans right mm. kids at that age they didn't know any better and it, it mm. was like something different they hadn't seen especially if they weren't introduced to the first three up episode four five and six <laughs> by their parents right. so it served a purpose for that time which why it has such a strong feeling for people who experienced it at that time our age or slightly younger right um with that said we know better now than what we do then and we know where they flaw in certain things but i don't think it takes away from our love for the universe so we can nitpick at it but it's so it's still again my issue was more with dialogue than acting in that in that in that particular series also we can't shit on part episode one too much because it did give us darth maul it gave us a great um sword fight scene between darth maul and qui-gon and darth maul and obi-wan and darth maul to this day has been a beloved character um that people still want more more of and love if you haven't seen clone wars it's so worth it to check him out there Uh, just to see darth maul and his story arc what he goes through how he comes back um where he started from how he was manipulated by it was just so good like i would not be surprised if we see maul live action because like like, he's still doing his thing well, that's what the Han Solo movie was trying to do because at the very end, mm-hmm. Darth Maul is show, shows up there. Yeah. Um, you don't get him in person, but it's like yeah. it's, the it's hologram. A when he talks hologram. To yeah. Right. So, uh, it's basically alluding to what he's doing in Rebels, essentially. Yeah. Is it I Rebels so. or was it yeah. Clone Wars that he goes to when he's doing the syndicate? Yeah. In Rebels. Oh, that's in Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, so it, he he so we had seen him again, and I, that's why my con solo should have been a show, and it should have um, it should have been a limited run. No, I think con solo was a pretty good movie, though. Honestly, I don't think it, it got what it. it needed. Yeah, yeah. I liked it I a lot. It, I don't. I think people judged it so much, but it was really good. No, it, yeah. it got overshadowed because that the second movie had came out, and there was no real advertisement for it. That's why I feel like it probably would have done better as a show versus. The, the second Star Wars movie for the new trilogy, no, I just they came out. They came. They come. They came out a year apart. They were yeah. So, they, so they, the, they did the they did the thing where because you know Star Wars was always every other year, but instead of us having nothing for two years, they did. Uh, we had Episode Seven, Rogue One. Uh, yeah, but that's eight, the thing. There had, was, oh. It was a lack of advertisement. It was a lot of lack of stuff that 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 really hurt the solo, the solo movie. It was um, so good. Does I, that every I so really often. liked it. I I I think with the solo movies that they didn't think of it as a commercial success that's essentially yeah. like whether it's marketing but, or people seeing it it just in their eyes it wasn't a success and like that's what stopped but it made much money movie. the thing is that they wanted it they expected more from it that's yeah. all it was yeah but um i love donald glover's portrayal lando oh yeah i think we all do mm-hmm. give me more donald glover lando i think everybody loves donald glover anything 
Like it, I mean, it's not, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. hundred percent fair. It's true. Yeah. I could I could watch him as Lando the whole time. I was like, I'm vibing this. The this 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 is awesome. So are we ready for? He was gonna he was gonna be somebody in the, in the Spider Man series too. Or everyone wanted him to be everyone wanted to be Miles, but he was too old to be Miles. But he right. voiced Miles in the animated. Right. That's why they brought him in as the uncle. Yeah, yeah Prowler. He was supposed he was to be Prowler. 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 Yeah, he was. Prowler. Prowler. I think they kind of retconned that though. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what they. I think he's still he, he's still like gonna be Prowler if they if they do bring him out. Yeah, because he's Marvel. Yeah, it it really depends on what Sony's gonna do and Marvel's gonna do with that because we don't know what Sony's gonna do with the Spider-Man camp right now because they're still focused on um their Venom, Carnage, and Morbius thing, and they're trying well, to get they're trying to borrow Blade now that now they're doing a Madam Web series which i like the cast for it don't know why they're doing it though they're doing a craven and craven is going to be craven craven is not going to be ace ventura stop lying they're making him like an animal conservationist like lover whatever the case you're lying i'm i'm dead it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether we're lying or telling the truth because val is going to see it Tom is gonna see it with me. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it too. But but I just want to know, not, just so I'm prepared. Not... Is he an animal lover or an animal lover? <laughs> no. Anyway, no. What were you gonna say, Phil? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I expect more from you. I expect this. Yeah. I'm, see I'm trying to see who was casted. I don't know what. Um. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Aaron the, Taylor Johnson cast as Craven. The not so quick quicksilver. Listen, yeah. I don't. I listen. I don't know whatever the rumors are. I have no idea. Really? I'm not, I don't keep up with the rumors because it's not worth uh, my time. But yeah. I know it's Aaron Taylor Johnson, and I know the they're doing a Craven movie. The worst and version it. of Quicksilver or Kickass. Yeah. So what, what that, why? No, what's with the Ace Ventura thing? I don't understand. Oh no! Someone had when they heard that he, Craven's going to be an animal lover. Someone came out with a meme of Ace Ventura looking like Craven. I don't understand how you call a man. Craven the Hunter, an animal lover. Now, listen, I just, listen, listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know just, what? No, I'm, I'm just... not feeding into this. I'm feeding into this. No. <laughs> we, can, we can do it like this, or we can do it like this. Which one do you want? I, I ain't feeding. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's get it, let's let's get into this next part. What, what's just one on this one? Give us your right. butcher. All right. I'm not giving an accent. That's you, my friend. That is you. With Oi, you can do it. No, stop it. Stop. No. Stop. Oi. All right. It's finally. so bad. Finally, here we go. We're finally talking. Pog, I know you don't give a shit about this show. You're going to love this. <laughs> um, if I recall, right, you don't care about the boys, right? Not a bit. Okay, there we go. So I know you do not care about the boys, but you're here nonetheless. Uh, I'm steady, here for the ride. Steady, you could tell Gus that he can come back in because we we're done talking about Kenobi. Uh, but tonight we are talking the boys. We are talking, I guess, episode five? If we want, but really episode six. (laughs) Uh, We are discussing Herogasm. And I have to say, for all of what we thought it was going to be, this possibly was one of the best boys episodes I've seen. Because it had all the nonsense that it encapsulated in Herogasm, but the story elements and moving everything forward, and also that fucking fight scene. Mm. I was like, yo, how do you turn an episode, which was essentially a porno, into moving story and conflicts moving forward between all of our characters and Homelander just realizing who he is 
And we need to give a Grammy to Anthony Starr because Anthony Starr is playing the hell out of this character, especially when he is talking to himself in that in that mirror. You said Grammy. I said I'm sorry, Emmy. I apologize. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, as if uh, a la Willem Dafoe of the Green Goblin. It's just this episode was so good. It's as if an explosion got onto your clothes and you had to change your clothes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. It was, oh, yeah. it was oh. that good of an episode. Even a redemption arc for the most hated runner of all time, A-Train, just murk and blue hawk the way that bastard needed to be murked. Uh, and we got something from A-Train at the end. I, I You know what? I'm not even that much of a spoiler warning. This, it was just a really, really great episode of The Boys in wrapped up in the 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 presence of herogasm. So let's let's get to it, guys. So I just have one question for everybody. Oh, one question I'm, for everybody. I'm still kind of gross with the explosion on yourself. Like that was kind of. Well, you have to just see that part. <laughs> now that's, that's what that's I call a, a sticky situation. <laughs> it was. It, oh man, I yeah. felt bad for Mother Smoking that episode. But um, I just have to ask, how did everyone feel about Seth Rogen's scene? In the fifth episode, Yo. and he's just like it's like him looking at the camera, just looking at you like, "What's going on?" Oh, I was like, "Oh I'm God, Seth." <laughs> we knew. Honestly, the amount of people we've been seeing like doing cameos like well, that—we are the world, isn't he? Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. But the we are the world, like all the people who are oh. in that shit. Oh, oh yeah, that was imagine. hilarious. Ima- the imagine, sorry. that was the best. Bro, that was the best I thing. It. it was like, oh my god, did you imagine doing that cringe nonsense of imagine? Yep. I was like, oh. Oh. I was like, is, and I also think I was like, yo, is Gal gonna be a good sport and show up in this? Because I was really hoping that Gal would be like, I really started this stupid thing. I'm gonna show up <laughs> in this. Oh man. Yeah. Well. What we left off on, I think, Kamiko giving. Uh, we left off in episode four. So, like, Kamiko was giving Homeboy a kiss. Uh, Frenchie got kidnapped. Um, oh, fucking Butcher and fucking uh, uh, Red Mave getting at it. <laughs> I just read the synopsis and damn. What am I looking at here? Yeah. Oh. This, is, this is Seth Rogen on um live porn with one of the former heroes of a previous group that Soulja Boy was part of, Crimson Crimson, Crimson something. Countess. Crimson it was Countess. Crimson Countess's own live only fans, essentially. Yeah, her only fans. Yeah. And and Seth Rogen was the subscriber and he was watching her do stuff until she was interrupted mid session and he ended up in mid jerk off coming can we can we talk about how great it was the scene when when butcher just jumps at crimson countess and knocks her off screen <laughs> oh you, know, hey, hey, you just see I him thought there it was like, gonna be soldier boy like, hey, uh, uh, just waiting for like and he's uh, like wait no what's going on and then seth rogan's voice is just so pervy it's just also hero gas <laughs> i'm looking a... at imdb 9.8 that episode. Okay, all right. So, uh, is it my turn? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think we're all just okay. Cool. Um. So we didn't w- remind me what was in episode four. Was this in Russia or when they came back? Episode four was in Russia. They were um, episode five. Episode they five came five back and episode they found, six. They episode five. They found Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy had his relapse and, and right, uh, and he blew people up. Okay. All right. Cool. So, I'm really pissed about Kamiko. 
really pissed about Kamiko not having her powers. I liked her little Wolverine X-23 ass, okay? <laughs> she makes, she's very unuseful without her powers. She can't she speak. Can fight. She can kill people, uh, but does she heal? I think that's temporary. I don't know. I, I hope, the thing is, I, I get why they're doing this to show that Soldier Boy has the ability to take away Soup's powers, right? Boy, However, I don't think that it's Kamiko who should have been the brunt of that. I really like Kamiko's character. Um, I liked her. It's, it's just, it's just, you I was upset about that. Maeve, or you do it like A Train? Yes, A Train's already losing his power. He has a, he has a hard ticker. It needed to happen to someone who actually care about, it. and also it had to change their story. Kamiko was feeling a certain way with her powers from what we saw when they went to that horrible Disney World esque version of Vought. Right, yeah. okay. she, uh, she was already bro. feeling a she certain way like about her powers, yeah. and then she, she feels like that way anyway. She's felt like that now. Since well, yeah, day one. But, but we, you know, but we're, we're, you know, we see that happen again, and trying to get past it, and we get her, she gets rid of her powers, and she I, goes through this relief that her powers are gone to let her grow as a character more. So I think that's okay. why they did it. Anyone else, if they lost their, they lost their super, it would just been like another person for them to easily kill. Right. So they're like, oh, all right, now we need to we need to get we need to get Soldier Boy to do his power beam thing on. So we think Homer. Maeve is dead. I no. hope not. No, hope not, not yet. Not yet. I don't think she's dead either. The fact that we didn't see her die, but I want to know what's going on. Oh, and Homeboy Noir bouncing. He was not. He was like, yo, I'm not sticking around for this shit. He's like, I'm Soldier out. Boy's out. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> it was the best Soldier he Boy. Could not leave. So quick, he was like, I can nah, trust you, Black like Noir. That's my boy <laughs> right there. Yo, Black Noir. You're like, you're my guy. You're so oh. reliable. Two seconds later, oh, I'm out. That <laughs> shit was so funny. I don't want me. But do you think, because part of me thinks that Noir didn't have any, like, he, he didn't have much to do with. Uh, uh, They're with putting it on Noir. They are? That, that he put. Yeah, the twins said. The twins, the twins, the twins said it. And Princeton said it. So now so they showed that Noir was good with Edgar in that one, which, which is why he would be a part of the seven. Right. And he, well, okay. Noir wanted to come out at the time. He wanted to be something more and show his face. And Edgar was like, nah, they not ready to take a black superhero, bro. And he's yeah. like, nah, they couldn't. And he, he was trying to push himself up. So if he gets the leader out and he's the next strongest person, except that ended up not working out because he was so badly injured in that situation, mm -hmm. probably by, Soldier Boy himself, I don't know, but yeah, all, it just didn't work out the way he planned. First of all, hero guys, and all I gotta say is rest in peace to uh, Mother Mother's Milk's jacket, because you know, yo, stuff was hot. <laughs> I just, well, yo, MM has just had it the worst this season. Like, I want to also Laz, the actor, is like. So good. Punk's yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Punk, you, Punk, if there's any boy episode of the boys you gotta watch, you just have to watch Aerogasm because it's it is everything. It's fucking bonkers. It From something. the elongated penis opening the door. Oh yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. that's the return of oh, Love Sausage. Oh, Love Sausage. Love Sausage. That's his oh, return. That's the yeah. second time we get that character. So yes, yes, yes. Love Sausage. Like, penis you know how out, wild like, and and out there like uh, the red wedding was, and like everyone mm -hmm. was like, holy shit. Right. This is that, but a fucking wild orgy escapade. Like I'm seeing that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, 
<laughs> I'm looking it up. Like I'm not. I'm not watching the episode, but I'm just kind of looking up the. Uh, yeah. Did you look up raw sausage? Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I have not. No, I haven't looked up any no, of that. No, but don't uh, do that. everyone was just screwing everywhere in the house. Um, the deep was was getting his penis sucked by a squid. Um, as, as per usual, you know, as, per as usual. one does, sure, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But also, I, I, again, the fight I, scene, though, let can, oh my god! Oh, no, the, the fight, fight scene, scene with Homelander, really Soldier Boy, Butcher, yeah. and Huey jumping in—it took three. Before we do that, I okay, wanted okay. to because again, Evan had it bad. They drugged him. We had we like he gave up his daughter. Like he's pissed. And then everyone's and dialogue these last two episodes. Seen. Have been amazing because what he said to Starlight, where he was like, "Why I have to be? Why I have to be calm? Why I have to like turn the other cheek and take the high road?" Love that. Uh, the conversation between Yui and, and Starlight, amazing. Um, what was the other one that I fucking was like, also, "Oh shit!" It's also that 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 bit with, uh, yeah, we we passed Star Wars. Yeah. Um, that bit when 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 MM is talking to Starlight and he's like, "Yo, why is it that every time you people do, so, you know, the, it was like." I like how they they did another version of that because you know we got it in season two where Stan is like I don't have that privilege of acting like a wild man, right? Uh, just like but in a different, it was just really cool. Like it's the same, it's a different perspective, it's the same but sort a different of thing, conversation, but it's coming from two different characters on two different levels of where they're at, um, you know. And I yeah I gotta say like the 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 dialogue in this show is just. That whole Vic, when Vic, when Victor when when Victoria showed up in the room, how many of us were like, "Oh shit, that was a Bro. flex and a half." Yo, what? She was like, "I could have killed you whenever." And you see Starlight right now pop the fuck off. Oh my was god! Was the like, noise being caused by Victoria? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was but, the flex. Um, and then you have uh, <laughs> fucking A Train going off Dude. with with with, uh, with Ashley, and, and Ashley was like. How many how many people you've killed before, and we, we have to cover up for you. All of a sudden you care because it's your brother, and I was like, oh shit! Like the fucking dirty laundry of this fucking like last two episodes, mwah! Because Jesus yeah. Christ, no one has any loyalties, and it's amazing. No, nope. yeah, do we think AJ's how... dead? Um, yeah. no, I don't think he's. I think AJ's dead. I don't think they're gonna write him off like that. I think that 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 it's. I mean, they, why they, not? They're he took care of Blue Hawk, scraped his ass across this fucking concrete. I, I don't know. That, I, don't, I don't think he's dead. I, I don't I think. think that, yeah, I think if we're gonna get a death, I, I have to. Be, if we're gonna get a death of A Train, it's gonna be something else. It's not gonna be that. I think someone's gonna. I think someone's gonna put like their foot in his ass. Like they're gonna whoop his ass to death. Him just dying because he fucking ran. And he killed Blue Hawk. Eh, like. Uh, I want I him to be hospitalized and want him to feel vulnerable because he's like, oh shit, now I can never really do this again. It just, it just seems like it just seems the way they. It just seems like the way they ended it. It feels off like to bring him back. Like, like if you if they did it and he started having the heart palpitations and they cut to black so you don't see him fall to the ground and it doesn't zoom up. It would have been like, and then he wakes up and he's in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. But the way it was filmed. It literally was, I got, I got. You hear his heart slow down. Like, I got, like, shit-talked by Ashley. Made me realize how much of a shit person I am. Killed my girlfriend, killed Huey's girlfriend, all this. See Huey, 
apologize to the guy. And then you see Blue Hawk, and I'm knowing that I'm going to die from doing this because the show has done itself done the service of telling us mm. multiple times that if he runs one more time, his heart's gonna go out. It's not like we didn't know. We knew for a while through context clues, we knew. So yeah. knowing that risk and then him doing that and him the way he kills Blue Hawk felt like all right, everything he needed to do, uh help his community by taking care of this problem, apologizing to Huey and hearing something he needed to hear for a long time doesn't make sense for him to come back for someone else to kill him. Cause either he was going to die from that or someone was going to kill him. Probably Huey. Cause in the comics, Huey kills him. Yeah, like storytelling wise, that makes more sense. I haven't seen it, but storytelling wise, Huey, Huey, yeah. Huey punches his head off. I think. MM, you do think they're going to write MM in the show. Also taking Tempe. Uh, I think so. I think I, eventually he's gonna something's gonna, gonna happen where he's, he's gonna, gonna need to it. He's it. gonna be like, fuck it, like, and it's probably gonna be his daughter. I can mm. see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're replacing the bell train. Nice, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I, I could agree. If that's where they're gonna close out Adrian's story, it's a great way to kind of close out his story because I don't know, the Blue Falcon story was. And, and it's funny because the news has been going out that people have been tearing up on Reddit be like, I'm finding all the money he was following up. Like, no, these are actual villains. And I love how they spun that. Blue Hawk was exactly Blue Hawk. Blue He was Hawk an was. asshole. Yeah. He was an asshole. He was a racist asshole who got what he had coming to him. Um, and I love that we got Termite back just for that quick glimpse and then see him get stepped on by Homelander. Oh, my God. After he, no. uh, again, it, like, see, like was seeing him pop up, I was like, no. Fucking way, but of course he would be there. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense. Like you're I mean, looking and you're seeing you all these little, all these little inside. fucking like like glimpses of like characters, and you're just like, holy <laughs> like, shit! But when M MM was like, yeah, what so the termite, fuck is this? <laughs> termite goes into a urethra and strokes it from the inside. Yeah, well, sure, like you yeah. do. Yeah, as one does. As one does. That wouldn't even as feel good. Is. Apparently, it did. I mean, I go on. I yes, <laughs> sounding is a thing Can, that people it is. enjoy, and I'm sure that's that was the homeboy's thing. So he's like, you know what? I got something better than sounding. I'm just going in there myself. Sounding? Oh, don't, look it up. don't Google you, it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't, don't do, you it. do it. Val, Val, don't do it. She's oh doing it. Gosh, I'm do doing it. it. Oh, she's, she's going in. She's going in. <laughs> she's gonna push through, and she's gonna she's gonna oh get in there, God. and she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna work her way down as far as she can <laughs> to find out all about it. Is what she's doing right now. There it is. Yep. Yep. You. I'm sorry, Val, but you're a different person now than you were 20 seconds ago. Yeah. I'm and sorry. We told you not to. I'm we good, tried. Man. We tried to do it. What, yeah. Hmm. The- she That's doesn't like the like sounding that? of that. You guys like that? What the no! fuck? No! 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 Good God, no! No! Please stop. No, no! Please stop. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. Anyway, Gross. Anyway, no kink <laughs> I mean, I'm here. sure it's fine. I'm sure but... it's fine. Sure, you gotta, I guess. Uh, wow. You gotta pick your battles. <laughs> oh and if a man wants to show listen, porcupine listen. quills... 
All I gotta say is when the episode opened with this disclaimer, when it opened with this disclaimer, you know you were in something wild. Oh my god. I mean, I think that was overstretching. It was Yeah, they over they over they overstretched it, but like I think I think that because the like I said earlier, what my whole thing is like because the episode didn't disappoint in story beats, it yeah. was fun for them to just hype up the episode for the nonsense that was gonna happen. Because if yeah. it was because if it was just like some huge orgy for an hour, and I, we only get eight episodes in a season, and it would have been funny. It would it would have been like, okay, cool, but like what else is happening? Mm-hmm. So like right. they really to they really followed the line here of like we're gonna have hero orgasm and we're gonna make it relevant. Like they did, I think it was a great way how they how they did it. But we're gonna have some serious story beats because it yeah. wasn't even just BS story beats; it was right. plot moving shit that happened, yeah. just hmm. all around. Uh, no way, so, yeah. Drink in the hose. Oh my! But but I do agree though because someone had to animate that squid for the beat. Yo, oh God! What? 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 Man. And I'm, and then you. he put it in a bag and oh, left the water. With it. He did. That he was super. He ran out pants it. down with the big squid in a bag. Yep. Yeah. Because he had to eat his other side piece. Well, just remember, <laughs> just remember, if it lives in a lake and it looks like a snake, that's a moray. That's a moray. Oh my god. Okay. Right. I'm gonna find that scene. I'm gonna, send it. I'm gonna find that scene. I'm gonna send it to Pong, and Pong's like, "I hate you guys." That's it. That's All right. Get. So, so uh, I know we're gonna keep talking about it, but I, I don't. Maybe you told us the reason why or not. But Pong, why do you not? Why don't you watch the boys? So I started watching the boys, and and I at first I kind of liked it, and but then then it just got, it got too damn depressing. Like the the Marvel movies, like like, and this is the end of season one that I'm talking about. It's like, oh, I found my kid, and I found my mom, and I did this, and everything sucks, and everybody's shady, and everybody's an asshole, and all this stuff. And so that's why I was never into it, because because it's just like there's enough of that outside in the real world. Like, can I yeah. can I please have some heroes that are good? You know what I mean? Or even just trying to be good? It's you know what I mean? Even Wanda, it. yeah, even Wanda, she's she she's not trying to kill the whole universe, but you know, she just wants yeah. to see her kids by any means necessary. But like, you know, having that those gray areas at least, but but in the boys, at least at the end of season one, it was just all 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 darkness. It's all darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's all. It's all. I mean, darkness. I wouldn't recommend Basically, that being the only the thing you watch. You would probably have to offset that it with something good. Well, yeah, it's but it's that's, really higher, taking... that's higher wise though, and like I think this season, this season more so, really the satire in this season and just our current political climate and everything yeah. that we saw, it's yeah. just like they're capturing it perfect in, because, like, in your yeah. face, and like it's really funny how in the first two seasons people were identifying with Homelander for whatever fucking reason, and mm-hmm. then Homelander. Be- becomes uh, essentially becomes who he is just out in front Homelander essentially becomes the Trump. becomes Trump. Like mm. he always told that line and then he oh. just became Trump with the way I mean, he was. All the he was talk. like, yo, I yeah. have more power. I don't give a fuck yeah. about y'all. I'm like, that you, that's you what you got, said. <laughs> <laughs> you got you've got Trump. You've got a character who's essentially like AOC, but like dark side AOC. You've got oh, Blue Hawk. Yeah. You have Blue Hawk, which is uh essentially Blue Lives Matter. Um there's like so many things that they're talking about and like really hitting it home 
and how mm-hmm. they're doing it. It's just like it is such an allegory and satire of what we're dealing with. But yes, it's like a hundred percent darkness. And Soldier Boy <laughs> yeah. is like, uh, what was it? He is a take on Captain America. Such a very dark take on Captain America. It's just, it's it's really interesting. Like even now, he's like when you saw him in that episode, how was yeah, he's a soldier at the time. Well, it's not Captain America. It's not really Captain. Well, he's Captain. He was Captain America, but it's more about old school masculinity. Yeah, like yeah. he is that old school like. Oh, we're making like he was like, yeah, you know, I want to have some boys and I want to no, make him into men. And I'm seeing all this stuff. The whole like, with Yui was yeah, like there's cringe. like the the old school Gen X, how a father's supposed to be versus a millennial father mm. or or man raising their kids. Like there, like there's that happening too. Like the man out of time thing. Captain America, it's the man out of time, but it's pop culture and trying to find my way. For Soldier Boy, it's the man out of time, and it's like. Who the fuck are all these soft men around? Yeah. yeah. And it's they're really just uh that's how they're morphing his character. And I it's 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 just really interesting how they're bringing it all together so, under this umbrella. Kind of sort of like Proud Boys-ish. Kind of. He, he, he has a little he has a little bit of that good old Proud Boy-ish. Um, not, I wouldn't say yeah, I guess so. I, I he hasn't been all like I would say he's a nationalist, not yeah, not yeah. not, not, not not white nationalist. At least we haven't no. seen that. He hasn't like no. he hasn't, he hasn't shown the, that. Yet, he hasn't shown anyway. that yeah. side of him. But he's definitely not like Homelander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like they're both on a different side of the coin. Yeah. Well, that was there's the one on their side of the coin. Well, that was the one satire yeah. thing they did too with Homelander with the comparison with Superman when Superman talked the girl off from jumping off a roof, and then they did that same scene with Homelander, but Homelander because he's fucking losing it this fucking season. Oh, yeah. Fucking throws her off the roof. And I was like, dude. She's like, I don't want to jump now. He's like, but, but how he started? He started jump. by saying, like, oh, you're my one rescue for the, like, you're my birthday rescue or cases. And then seeing Stormfront offer something, it was just like, the switch. The switch. And it's like, you're seeing a lot of that this season, too, is the switch. It's fucking turning. Like, like the, the shit in the mirror. Like the way, oh, yo. God. So that was great. So he starts talking himself like Willem Dafoe type thing, right? Mm-hmm. His alternate personality and not alternate, his inner self. Mm-hmm. And is like telling himself how who cares if they love you? You still like what do you care what do you care if they love you? You still look like mm-hmm. the strongest person in the world. Like stop being a bitch about it. Kind you're, of not even, you're not even uh you're not even like them. They're they're you're above human. Like yeah. they're mud people. Right. Yeah, that's that's what, what it was. was. And like he's so superior to the human race that it shouldn't matter to him whether or not they love him. And that's the conversations he's having with himself in the mirror. It's and you're also deeper, seeing, deeper into this spiral of psycho. There's a there's like lack of a better word, there's like the the person who wants to like care. He's like he's like, Why are you sad? What, you want to care? And you're just seeing this whole back and forth ping pong. Of mm-hmm. like, it's bonkers. Yo, when he's and calling like, himself a bitch, that's that's well, it. Well, what's yeah. also what's also interesting too is that the he didn't identify with what Stormfront was saying about him being like the perfect blue, blue right. uh, blonde hair, blue eyed Aryan thing. But mm. the terms he's using for himself about being you're pure, like he's using all of these terms that Stormfront would have been using to describe him. But right. it's not Aryan; it's just superior above humanity 
Right. Yeah. So he's still the going Ubermensch down. And, yeah. He's still going down that line of what she was trying to do, but it's it's gone above Nazis. It's gone. It's just it's yeah. just you know we've. I think I, I had said it. He's like he's not even racist or fa- he's just he's specious. He does not care for humans. He's yeah. above them. Yeah. He's greater than them. And so it's it's interesting seeing him going down this line and like that beatdown he gets is the first time the he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Yo. And it took four people to do it, but he still he still it was like one of those like, you know, three. you make God bleed uh, three. three. You yeah. make God bleed sort of things, and now he's gonna be like, Holy shit, he's already gone down the paranoia line because that's mm-hmm. been the thing he's been doing, like dictator thing, being paranoid and surrounding yes men around you and thinking everything is about you. Like he's going down the playbook. Right. That always ends well. That always ends well. Yeah. But <laughs> now the fact that he got hit and he's a target now and he knows that Soldier Boy is against him. He knows that Huey and Butcher have powers now. He's just going to go off now. And we've got two more episodes left. We know we're getting a season four. It's and we're just... also get, we also got uh, Starlight gave her speech. So now oh, he's like. Ending. Yeah. yeah. She about... dropped the mic on that ending. Yeah, Good. Starlight is the one that like was from the forties, right? And not the good kind. No, that no, was no, 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 that was the Stormfront. Stormfront was the Starlight's the blonde. Yeah, that oh. perfect little girl. Starlight's I guess fine. She was in the first season. I don't know about now, but yeah, I get she's, she's still, still there. She's, she's still the, she's the one oh, good, good egg of superheroes. Oh yeah. lovely. Right. And she's, she's, trying, nice. she's trying to be better. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of this episode, she goes live on social media and outs everything. By like the superheroes ain't shit. They've been lying the whole time. They don't give a shit about you. And I'm tired and I quit. I'm not fucking in the seven anymore. Fuck this shit. Yeah, and she drops her real name too. Um, She's like, which doesn't give. It doesn't not mean that Homelander can't get to her, but also like I don't think Homelander cares anymore because he's more concerned about. These three dudes are about to like come after me. Yeah, yeah. Because this whole season has been like Homelander one doing damage control because he's now taking over Vault two. He when they were like we're gonna release the video, we thought that they they were like they thought that they had him. Like no, he was like I don't fucking care. He's like release that video because think about he's he he delivers the speech where he says think about you release that video, go right ahead. You take everything away from me, I have nothing left to lose. I'll just Mm -hmm. go around and I you know what if I flood New York. What if I do this? What if I do that? There's nothing Yo. stopping me now. Yep. But now it's like that it's, with a mixture of people who can like kick his ass now. Like we 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 saw the writing on the wall from season one that he's going to be a very good villain. Yeah. But like, holy shit, I did not expect this level. Like, but yeah. I, I had no fathomable concept of how much of a villain he was going to be. So we know and it's going to get worse. Well, we know he's going to have. So I know the one thing we're talking about too is that because it's we're doing the whole rift of 2020 and 21 and everything with also like I don't know if y'all caught like all of his spiels of like comparing the threat of store of of Soldier Boy and saying you could go out to the movie theater and you could go do it was such a like a rip on what politics oh, yeah. saying about coronavirus oh, was yeah. just like man this feels so. Like I just, I just saw all these interviews. I just feel like I lived through this. Um, but we talk about him like wanting people to love him and believe him. But like we have to realize that the whole fake media thing is a thing that's happening. And knowing that people are only telling you what you want to hear to control you, we know that he's building up his points through white males. We know in the trailers there is a rally for him 
which we haven't seen yet of all the guys dressed up in like the, the red, white, and blue. Um, so while he's going to have people hate him and think Annie is right, he's also going to have people who think Annie is lying and part of the mainstream media and is, this isn't true and just trying to throw him because that's so all it's favor, yeah. So we're going to see, I don't think he's still going to go on a rampage to kill people because he's still going to get that love and affection from the people that he's trying to get. He's still, there is still a group for him because mm-hmm. it's so extreme at this point. Like mother, mother's milk's uh, daughter, stepfather. Yeah, that dude's getting, that dude's freaking. Yo, oh my god. He he's a homelander simp. Okay. Mother's so, milk's daughter. There's so much father. going on with with. I, I yeah. also want to know what's going no, on what with uh, with little Nina crazy. and Frenchie and that whole fucking storyline. Because Jesus Christ. Oh, oh I thought that was gonna escape. Oh my, like that whole that whole scene. Like poor fucking Frenchie. Jesus Christ. So I yeah. wonder if they're gonna kill little Nina the way they kill her in the in the comic because that was funny. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Well, you said a second ago about Homelander reminded me of 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 a quote. Uh, it it I think that was uh, the people that were involved in Enron, if I remember right. But it basically goes: if I owe someone a hundred dollars, that's my problem. If I owe someone a million dollars, well, that's their problem. <laughs> And it's true. Like that's kind of what Homelander was doing. He's like, "Look, you, you know, you set me through." From from what I understand, I didn't watch the show, mm. but 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 from uh, you know, it sounds kind of like like you know, hey, you want to cut me loose? Go ahead. At that point, you know, you're you you have no leverage on me whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah, sorry about that. Oh, no, no, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, yeah. Yeah. So so what are we expecting? So next week, what we got next week? We got Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. We got the, the boys. boys. Maybe we maybe we'll talk some Umbrella Academy. Ooh. Don't mean don't, maybe. Don't maybe Ooh. mean okay. and don't not right. do it because right. this is three hold seasons. Maybe. Of hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, hold. we got hold. okay. Hold. Hold. hold, hold, hold. I'm out. One what? second. What's happening on go. Friday? Friday's July first. The last two episodes of Stranger Things. So we know that Stranger Things is coming out. Yeah. We know that we have a whole yep. season of Umbrella Academy. We know mm-hmm. that we're gonna have episode seven of uh, the of the boys, and we're gonna have episode five, four, four, four of, of, of Miss Marvel. So that's a we can figure that out. <laughs> those are the things that are. are but happening. I don't want to get Umbrella Academy sideways because someone didn't watch. Oh, Umbrella Academy was so great. I definitely watched that one. I got it. I'm watching I got it. Four episodes in. Umbrella Academy I'm got sidelined for season one. We never talked about it. Season two, we never talked about it. It would be a travesty to not talk about season three because I holy say, what shit, I say. it was this so is, good. This is what I say. I so say wonderful. we table the boys until the last two episodes are out and we can do a full season retrospective. Um, there's that. For Miss Marvel, we can wait. And next week, we do... A Netflix show where we do both. The two I, I say we talk. Let's let's talk Umbrella Academy next week. Let's do that. We'll do it, Umbrella Academy and Stranger Things. And Stranger Those are gonna be some long episodes. episodes. It's fine. What that means? You got a whole week. Episodes. It's two hours. What are you doing? Yeah, we're right two weekend. hours in now. We're fine. We're right here now. It's a Fourth of July weekend. Fourth of July weekend. Perfect time. You get okay. a three day weekend. You have time yeah. to watch. It's Fourth of July. Okay, exactly. Go. go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys got me homework. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a fun episode. Again, another... Wow, man. 
we we would just be going out with the two hour mark. That's it. That's it. Enjoy this, those. This, like point, this, is what the, this is what our summons are going to be until like context goes down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. we're being also, we're being summoned. Also, also, you do realize too that uh, after that next week is also Thor. So yeah. like we've got a whole lot happening. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love reaction. But next I week, guess, I got a lot of things to watch. Homework. That's like homework too. Nah, we got a lot of great stuff coming up. Um, so next week, yeah, we're definitely gonna hit up Umbrella Academy, hit some Stranger Things. Following week, we'll, we'll get back with the boys and Miss Marvel, see where they're at. Um, Obi Wan has just wrapped up. We got uh, She Hulk coming oh. out. We got the Sandman. Oh, that's yeah, the fuck out of here. Drop that soon. Really? Yep. Told you. Holy the... shit! I am. If you don't agree like, with me, this is the summer of nerd. Look, look at me right now. If we don't talk about Sandman, I'm rioting. Jesus Christ, that looks phenomenal, and I'm a huge Sandman fan. You also love Sandman. So Wait, what is Sandman? We're gonna talk about it. Sandman is is uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, project that came out like early on. It introduced John Constantine. Uh, it introduced. Oh. Is it horror? Uh, not really. Okay. Mm. But yeah, so we have a whole bunch of things coming in. Uh, End end July we got end up. of July we got the Harley Quinn season three but you know we don't have to talk about it but I'm just oh, putting it man. out there it's a summer of nerds my Harley wife Quinn is going is, Harley Quinn is so good it is I if you saw, if you saw the trailers it's gonna be put on. I, so I gotta watch my oh, wife yeah. is going absolutely insane over the Sandman so that means it's got to be good like if she's if she's on board for something that hardcore like, this has got to be fantastic please just do yourself a favor and either like. Check out the audio drama uh, that they did on on uh, on Audible. Check out <laughs> check out the audio drama they did on Audible. It's the check out, check out the, the 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 graphic novels. Uh, they did a whole audio drama. It was like a uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, like James McAvoy played Sandman. Uh, they had a, like a full on cast. I only heard some of it, but from what I heard, it was a fucking phenomenal. Ah, so good. Okay. I hear yeah. it's good. Well, we're going to wrap up now, guys, because, again, it is at that two-hour mark. We want to thank everyone for coming on. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Anytime. On, coming in hot. Coming right. in hot. Yeah, fire. I just love that. Sit back, <laughs> always, listen, always hook pleasure. up a mic. Yeah, yeah. Always absolutely. a pleasure. That works. So this has been your boy, Sebastian. Law. And your boy, Tone, from across the hall. With? Last but not least, B-Mac. Let's go, and... And I, of course, am the mighty Pong. Let's go. Uh, can I, oh, can I, can I, can I give a, can I give a quick plug? Yes, absolutely. Oh, awesome. All right. So, so uh, if you, if you're like, hey, I wonder if that guy ever does projects. The answer is yes, and I do them Mondays and Friday nights at 7:30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv forward slash sinshop. That's S Y N S H O P. And oh, you guys are coming on soon, ain't you? Yes, we are. Announce those dates. We got announce those dates. We got to do that very soon. I need to do R two D two. I can't wait now. Well, we're gonna set that up in the green room. Yeah, we're gonna set that up in the green room, and we will let everyone know. But by then, right now, we're gonna hit that beautiful bean footage in three, two, ready. Peace.